The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deek speaking. Everyone relax. This is Toe Fop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Foe Pop. That, que- that question will be answered in just a second. Guest Charlie, number one, Dave Anthony. Welcome to uh, Fofop episode 151, the second part of the one that we recorded the other day. These will go up uh, as two episodes oh. because in 150, like I, we set out to answer some audience questions. We I did. to the audience and then we really didn't fucking get to no, the No, we got like three. In typical- and, and a couple of them, we just read the question that yeah, didn't and answer it at all. <laughs> In typical Fofop style, we yes. set out to do something and got nowhere near achieving nowhere. it. Nowhere. Nowhere. Oh, by the way, I'll, I'll tell you this, just a little quick offline uh, Fofop thing before we get into it. Uh, Daniel Sloss, who's a wonderful uh, Scottish comedian who I've had on the podcast. If people haven't checked out his podcast, they're really cool. He's a really funny, funny guy. and uh, But his mum listens to the podcast and he talks about some pretty graphic things yeah. on the podcast and he always warns mum don't listen to this bit right yeah. so on the previous episode and then she'll tweet about the podcast afterwards oh my god right she's great too That's she's amazing. hilarious like she's studying she said the other day online she's thinking of starting her own podcast where she tries to finish the stories that we start on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> like she's really funny but this is like this this wins her funniest mum of the year award like by a mile yeah. so on the most recent uh, podcast that Danielle and I did together Um, he talked about, and he said, Mum, please don't listen to this next bit. He said, he, he talked about how he loves eating pussy was the term oh, I think okay. he used, but sure. giving head, you know, yeah. and how he loves it. Yeah. And his mum, like, is tweeting the other day, did you really think I was going to turn off when you said turn off? <laughs> and then she left it with this. This was her, like, the oh. rocks people's elbow. This okay. was like her finishing I'm very, move. I'm very nervous. She said, all I'm going to say, Daniel, is you're your father's son. <laughs> Is that not the greatest fuck? Like, it was, it's been worth doing this podcast for 150 episodes wow. for that. Oh my God. You're your father's oh, son. That's the, that's the end of the podcast. Right. We're done. <laughs> it's that's like a, the, it's like a podcast tag team. She's coming from the ropes. That's the conclusion. Man. That's incredible. Man. Wow. So good, right? What have you talked to him since that? No, I haven't. Oh. No, I just saw that stuff online. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh. Now forevermore, you know that the next time, like some girl says to him, like I'm really enjoying what you're doing, <laughs> immediately gonna go, oh no, I got this from my dad. This is just genetic. Oh, he won't be able to help himself. Like that image has probably ruined it forever. He can never eat pussy again. Again. What happened? You used to be so generous, such a generous lover. Or, or at least every time that he does it, like he gets a phone, like he's like, I should ring dad. I should. And it's like, <laughs> I gotta call a, my dad. They get a phone call and they know what he's been up to. <laughs> hey son, you've been eating pussy? 
Or he starts to put his uh, schedule around it. You know, it's like sort of he knows that his dad's birthday is coming up, so he makes sure that he has a hot date the night before. So he's like, oh, hang on, that's right. It's Father's Day. I should get, I should get dad something for all he's done oh, for God. me. Oh, it's so upsetting. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what I thought I would do, um, because you were coming over today, is I thought I, we could record the second part of it. So I'll put up 150 and 151. Sense. Yeah. Together, even though we've recorded them a week apart, they're kind of like, you right. know, it's a sequel or a, yeah. you know, the next episode of or whatever. A, pre- a prequel. A prequel. <laughs> I'll put it up uh, in the office uh, in order. All right. It's a prequel made later. <laughs> and Makes slightly, no sense. Yeah, exactly. Makes no sense at all. No, it's fine. I have, I know you okay, hate, I know you hate shit stories. Uh-huh. No, tell me. Uh, you know what? I'm getting better. You are getting better. I am getting when better. I first, when you first yeah. came to America, you were really, really, really horrified by them, but uh, like my wife, I feel like I have helped to break you down. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> I saw Inbetweeners 2 last night. Now, I, I heard, uh, I, I believe that the Inbetweeners television show is very funny, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't hear amazing reports about well, the first Australian Australian reviewers loathed it. Right, because it's set in Australia, I believe. Yes. Yeah. But, but I, okay, I guess, yeah. I mean, there's some stereotypical... You know, Australia. Is there what are the stereotypical Australian? The the, the sort of uh, the the crazy brash uncle type, you know, uh-huh. uh, like that guy. Uh, but the, there's a lot of it's mostly English people, so there's not that many. That that's like the main one. Uh, so it's not that it wasn't it wasn't. I didn't find it like like watching. Oh, they're really taking it to Australians here. I didn't get that at all. Okay. There's like a one really ridiculous over the top character, but. You get that in every movie. It has the greatest shit scene I've ever seen in any film. Oh, okay. It. When you say the greatest, you mean like you. A guy gets shit on his face at. Uh, You know, when I said I was okay with this stuff, I'm not good at a water park. Ah! Oh, hell. And then what happens afterwards (laughs) is so genius (laughs) in how they handle it. That it's one of the greatest things. It's so amazing the way they handle it. Like it doesn't go the normal comedic way. It just goes this crazy, <laughs> sad. It just turns really sad, and everyone's running away from him. And he's trying to help me, help me. And the music comes in. It's like <laughs> it's like, and it goes on forever. <laughs> that's how it should be, actually. Though, yes. No, I feel like I yes. respond to that. I feel like that's how it should be when you get shit on you. Yeah. Like, that's like like me in my movie when I get shit on me, and they start playing violins, and I walk into the ocean. Yeah. Like, that is how I feel like. Finally, like I, my problem is that people treat it like it is comedic when it is not. No, in any way, they didn't treat it like a comedy. They treated all of a sudden it got really real right. and weird, and it because was like that's this what is happens. Amazing. That's what happens when you get shit on you. Shit gets real. Everyone just running away from it. He's like, help me. Help no, me. You have shit on you. Human shit on you. I was wondering how you'd react to that, and that was about right. Oh, my God. I um, eventually, uh, eventually, I'll just destroy you, and all you'll be doing is shit jokes. <laughs> I think we actually... Uh, might get back to that topic as we go through the questions. Oh, I yeah. Think, okay. I think there is a hypothetical scenario that uh, relies on my aversion to oh, okay. that sort of thing. But there's yeah. a couple of things I wanted to talk about first. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is um, that I met someone the other night for the very first time, which was very exciting to me, uh, who has diplomatic immunity. What? Uh-huh. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Right. She the was things I would do. Well, I mean, okay, so firstly, if you have diplomatic immunity cuz like yeah. here's the thing. Uh if you if if we're at a party where I don't know a bunch of people mm-hmm. and I, it's revealed that one of the other people's friends has diplomatic immunity, yeah. then you better be putting a better topic in the fucking air quickly yeah. or I'm going to spend the rest of the night next to the person with diplomatic yeah. immunity asking them every question that uh, I've ever had about diplomatic yeah, immunity. Everything. And occasionally going, uh, like, you know, referencing Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> <laughs> I may have said it's just been revoked more times than she found in Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's just been revoked. <laughs> I would say that all the time if I had diplomatic yeah. immunity. Yeah. Um, also, no stop signs. Okay, so this is the thing. So she has two cards, right, two diplomatic immunity cards. One says that she doesn't have to pay tax in America. Mm. And the other one says that she can't, like, you know, basically, as she explained it to me, she can't, like, first-degree murder or first-degree manslaughter someone. Right, but everything but else. pretty much after that. Everything else? All bets are off. She could break into houses and just take shit? She is legally clowned from the neck down. <laughs> like, shit <laughs> gets real with her from after that. Yeah. Oh, my God. How good is that? That's amazing. Right? I want diplomatic immunity uh, here. Me too. I want it here. They don't give it to people like us. That's <laughs> no, the they problem. Don't. They give it to people who won't use it like an episode right. of Brewster's Millions. Uh, they should. They're, they shouldn't give it to respectable people. They should no. give it to uh, terrible, terrible. Well, people. it should be like maybe that's the opposite of the purge. Like it's a better idea than the purge because the purge gets messy. But maybe yeah. there's a reward system that if you're good enough per year, you get like a day. You build it up where you can have like a diplomatic immunity. Yeah, like you can work towards a day of. Dip- Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. And because it has to be good people, you, you, you kind of know that, you know, they're not going to really use it to, like, do something too terrible. But, but what about what about the guy who th- he's led a great life, but all of a sudden things are going bad? Yeah. Lost his job. Wife left him. Well, right? it gives him something to look forward to. Right. Then he can do whatever the fuck he wants besides murder. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity. Drive your. I might add some your, caveats. I might. I might. Rope, I might round a few more things up into first degree manslaughter and murder. What uh, rape? I think we'll keep rape. rape in that let's as keep well. rape Pedophilia. Let's keep, let's keep yeah, that in. Those the, ones are out. Yeah. But okay. So so you have diplomatic immunity. Yeah. What do you What do you do for a day? Yeah. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Besides running around yelling diplomatic immunity, I would hire a South African guy to yell diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Like he would have. So to he's hold, behind you. He would have my card. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to explain to people the no. whole time. No. I just want to be like swanning around doing my thing while a South African guy delights yeah. me by just saying when people come towards it, he goes just goes diplomatic immunity. <laughs> day of my entire life already. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, mostly the things that I would like to do, I think, are things that um, I guess you want, like, um, I don't want to have, like, major repercussions. Like, you know, it's no good to go and beat the shit out of some dude or whatever because the next day, like, you know, that's going to be the dude you beat the shit out of or whatever. I'm not into that sort of stuff. What about stealing? I'd like to have, no, I'd just like to have a go at everything. What does that mean? Oh, so often, just when I'm walking around the world or whatever, mm-hmm. I just want to say to people, can I have a go at that? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, or can I have some of your food? Like, I think about that all the time. Like, how someone will react. Like, if I see something nice in a restaurant and you know they're not going to eat it all, and you go and buy and you're like, I'd like to try that. I wonder if I just ask that person, hey, can I try that? Yeah. Like, whether they would let me. Like, even out of shock, maybe. But they that's would not let a me, crime. Right? 
Because well, you're asking them. If you no, just no. walked up and took a bite. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't oh, okay. have to ask. So you're, you're my, saying I, you I just walk up. I want my South African to just walk up at them and, and start... go, diplomatic community, and I just eat their shit. <laughs> but not just that. Not just in restaurants. Like, I mean, everything that okay, I want to so do. Okay, so you go into uh, a Ben and Jerry's ice cream store, right. and you just walk around the walk back around. and start eating the ice cream out of the Yeah, bins. I'm not even yeah. using a spoon. I'm going to yeah. put my face in it. <laughs> Diplomatic community. <laughs> Seriously, that's what I'm doing. Like, just whatever my normal day yeah, is. Right. But I'm just gonna go. Like, if someone comes along in a cool car, I'm like, get out of that car, and I'm just gonna drive your car down the street. Yes. And then I'll leave now it you're and talking. You can get it, right? that, now you're talking. That's, but whatever yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. Like, because I just want to do other people's jobs and stuff. Like, yeah. I just want to go into like a, a place of like for me. For whatever reason, I just like to go in and like you know sell sunglasses for a while. Like whatever I'm doing. Like yeah. I just like do weird shit. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably spend a little bit of time at the medicinal marijuana dispensaries <laughs> early in the day. <laughs> that's legal for like, you. Diplomatic community. <laughs> no, you already have a card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> medicinal already... marijuana card. <laughs> You're already fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. what would you do if you had diplomatic? Well, I would definitely uh, take cars and drive them. Yeah. Um, how great would it be if you could just, it, like, like, they have those bikes in some cities where you just ride a bike somewhere and lock it up and then go oh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But you can do, but if you did diplomatic community, you could do it with cars, people's cars. You just take their car and drive it, drive a Porsche. I would also yeah, like if you have to diplomatic immunity. You're your own Uber. Yeah. Every car is an Uber car. Every car is an Uber. Immunity. Yeah. Yeah. I would also like to get a big truck and drive it into a gas station and set it on fire. That just sounds fun. I mean, <laughs> I've rethought my thing, which is I feel I feel like I would call you. I'd be like, "Hey, like you know how in Bruce's Millions I've referenced that twice. I don't know whatever. There's suddenly yeah. someone out there is like, we should play Bruce's Millions again. Yeah. Like, hey, we should remake Bruce's Millions. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they should remake Bruce's Millions. Yeah. That would be a. Why haven't they remade Bruce's Millions? I don't know. They, why haven't they like, remade Night perf- Shift? Why haven't they remade Bad News Bears? There's so many they could remake. Well, Body Ducks is Bad News Bears. As we've discussed before. But, and I'm I think not, they did remake Bad News Bears at one stage, didn't they? There was a remake. Of, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think there was. I think there was a remake of Bad News Bears. All right. But, um, but yeah, fucking, uh, mm. I think that uh, Bruce's Millions, yeah. that would just be a perfect like comedy vehicle for like whoever you yeah. big, you know, goofy, wacky actor of the day totally. is. Totally. Right? Of course. Okay. There you go, Hollywood. Get at that. Get on it. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm too busy to do the things, Hollywood. And we and have, I don't know who to call yeah. for the rights and stuff, but I'm just having the ideas. Yeah. You're just visiting the ideas factory for a day. And Take some of these ideas and turn them into things. Have at them. Have had them. You They're work, yours. Welcome to the idea of mine. You don't even have to write me a check. Write me a check. Though. That'd be yeah, nice. you'd be I good. mean, I just had a politeness. Just a little a bit of money. I mean, I'm just throw me something. Not everything has to be free. I mean, I've had so many good ideas that if I just mm. got a dollar from every one of the ideas, I'd be... And Hollywood has a lot of money, so kick a little bit back. All right, guys. How about kicking a little bit back to the kid? Yeah, right. So I would, yeah, I would get you to be my, like, ad, like advisor. Yeah. You know, so I'd want, you know, yeah. I'd just occasionally... Like, you know, just whatever you wanted to do, we would just do it. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I take a, f- a, a fire extinguisher and spray it at a cop? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yes, you can. I love how Can't punch him, but you can fire, you can definitely fire extinguisher to the face. Fuck yeah, man. What about just walking on the street naked? Yep. 
Yeah, you could do that, could yeah, you? Yeah, but then people have pictures the next day. Do you really want? That's true. Do you know what I mean? That's true. I did see a guy walking down the street naked with I mean, you can do that now, to be honest. Like, you're in LA. If you walk down the street naked, no one really... I, I, I saw a guy... They'd be like, few, oh, yeah, look, there's Jesus A as few well. years ago, walking down the street naked with a, with a... It wasn't a tiger, but it was like a bobcat around his neck. And then it was immediately on the news when I got to where I was going. <laughs> I saw a guy jogging naked through the streets of Melbourne one morning. Just naked. I was going in to do radio. Yeah. Like, so it's 4.30, 5 o'clock in the well, that's morning. That's the time to do it. And this dude, like, joggers... You know, like had yeah. his running shoes on and then just completely just naked. naked, going for a jog through the city. Fucking amazing. I know. That's what he does at 4.30 in the morning. Right. Takes advantage of the night. Yeah. Everyone, the bars are done. Right. People aren't going to work yet. It's that great little zone, that in-between zone. naked zone. If you're willing to jog, <laughs> if you're willing to keep on the move, you well, can be... That, for me, that's where the plan is. Naked in motion. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just stand around naked. But if you're willing to yeah. be exercising naked. Yeah, yeah, that's a different story. I would write other people's wrongs. Oh. A, a portion of my day would be spent... Like an equalizer. Like, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would go around and just like, yeah, what's, what's your issue here? Like, I would yeah. just linger in situations where like, I would like go to like the DMV or whatever where like there's already tense situations and I would just fucking sort some people's shit out. So, yeah. And it's like, you're, yep, you're legal now. You've got a license. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. Wait, I don't know if it gives you. I don't know if it gives you all this power to change the way the systems work. I think you just commit crimes. No, we got those new powers. For, <laughs> we got those new powers in exchange for putting rape and pedophilia in the category one. It was a negotiation. Yeah, it was a trade-off, man. We yeah. had to get it through. We had to make some amendments. There was some, you know, yeah. there were some interest groups. We got lobbied by some very powerful people. There were some compromises made, like yeah. any piece of legislation, right. you know. Fair enough. It never gets through perfect. It's like Obamacare. No. It wasn't what he wanted, but it was the best he could get through. It's, and it's he, what we could get. And that's what it was like for diplomatic immunity day. Same deal. Yeah, same deal. All right, fair. <clears throat> uh, speaking of Uber, I have been catching Ubers. Do you have Uber fever? Uh, so I don't have a smartphone yet, so that's kept me out of the Uber market. <sighs> How is that? Po- I just don't understand. Maybe that. by next week, Dave, because the really? new iPhones you said that out. La- like, you said that last. Well, week. the new phones, it's the phones out this weekend, and it's all going to sell out this weekend. So I won't mm. be able to get one. But by midweek ne- next week or something, I might be able to get one. Right, and I will join back in with the you know, oh yeah, technological revolution. Wow. Uh, so Imagine that's you know. That. Yeah, that that that's like exciting, that and then exciting. I'll be able to use Uber all the time. But in the meantime, because Lindsay Webb's been staying here and he's been Ubering, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, so I have been using his Uber, mm-hmm. you know, to get around. And it's, so if I had to go somewhere, it's, it's been great. It's terrific, isn't it's it? It's terrific. Yeah. No wonder. And also, isn't it a great thing in a world? And I get, like, you know, there might be even people out there who, who are in taxis listening to this or drive taxis. Yeah. Like in Australia, I don't know what the system is here. I believe it's just all run by the Armenian mob here. But yeah. in... <laughs> In Australia, I think taxis here have for years been a front for something else anyway. So I don't think, you know, but in Australia, the taxi industry is pretty angry about um, Uber. Oh, yeah. Because they pay $500,000 or whatever it is for their taxi licenses and then they have to make it back and blah, blah, blah. And then this thing comes in. But that's them and that's their issue. And I understand Mm -hmm. they'll have to negotiate that and whatever. But I love how they think because the taxi service in Australia has now become like it's terrible. 
Like it's terrible. Yeah. Taxis in Australia almost everywhere. You can get good taxi drivers. There are good taxi drivers out there. I'm not trying to say that there's not. Mm-hmm. But the system is entirely broken. Yeah. And people t- won't take your sh- short fares and people won't oh, right. lift you up yeah. in the city. Like mm-hmm. all things that yeah. – or you order a cab and it never fucking comes. Yeah. Like it's completely unreliable. Mm-hmm. Whereas like on the Uber, you can literally just get on the phone and go, oh, there's three ca- cars there here. They are. I'm going in that car. Yeah. It sends you the – picture of the dude or the lady what their name is how long it's yeah. going to be there what it's going to cost you don't have to give anyone any money right like it's all on your credit card and it's like yeah. it's insane yeah like it's insane it's so insanely better than the other system now i understand then there's like questions that get asked about like well what's your security like but you know what i've got in cabs everywhere in the world where i'm terrified for my oh, life oh yeah no cabs so are terrifying tell, this is my point it's like if you had this awesome system and then these people came in and were like doing, say for example, you're making something like a, a, like a safety harness for a car, right? Okay. And you make a really reliable, safe safety harness mm-hmm. for a car and you're doing a really good job and you're not making huge profits or gouging people. Like it's a really good thing. Yeah. But then some cheap company comes in and starts making them completely undercutting you and ruin you. But yeah. babies are dying, right? Right. Then you have the right to go, let's legislate against these baby killers. Right. But this system's so much better. I, it's yeah. so much better. It is so much better. Like, it's so much better. Yeah. And instead of the taxi industries going, maybe we could learn something from this new industry and maybe be competitive right. with them and improve our game, they're like, no, 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 no. We have to run them out of town so all of us as consumers can be stuck with the shit old system that we've always had. Well, they f- they fucked up by not keeping up with technology. At the end of the day, the taxis fucking blew it. I mean, the first thing they should do is just institute that exact same, at least, you know, yes. system where people can choose their cab and, like, see the thing and have that, like, phone system. Like, I mean, yeah. that alone would at least make them competitive. Yes. And then you could just go, well, we have the same system and it might cost you a dollar or two extra, but it's a trusted cab and we've got a license yeah. here and blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah. Or go, you know, we've cleaned up our cabs and we're doing this. But no, they're just like, no, fuck you with your new system that well, helps I people. I don't understand how... how- uh, Uber cars are so nice and cabs are such pieces of shit. Well, I think part of it is because a lot of the time the people don't own their own cabs. So, you know, someone's driving, you know, there might be like four, four or five guys driving someone else's cab. So right. you're not going to care for it in the same way as you care for your own car. Yeah. Which is what, you know, Uber people are doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, down the track, you know, because at the moment it's the start of the industry. So you don't know how, when they get more popular. Oh, whether... No, but I think they have to be inspected like every so often to make sure it's nice. And Well, they've got to keep it like that get, because that's their rated. advantage. You get rated too. People be like, well, this car was shit. There's three stars. Right. And that's a great system. Like when everybody's kind of a bit like, you know, you have to be a good passenger. Yeah. They have to be a good... Like yeah. it's not going to be that story in the... It, there was this story in the Northern Territory in Australia, speaking of shit stories. In fact, I'm going to look it up because I, I think you will enjoy this. This is very much... There's this paper in Australia called the Northern Territory News, right? And uh, it um, basically... The only thing that really happens in the Northern Territory is that um, like every second day there'll be a crocodile attack. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So there's always a crocodile story in the paper. Sure. But other than that, like, you know, not everything's happening in Darwin and it's a pretty crazy place in Australia. Yeah. And so like a lot of the stories, like, like the paper is almost like a comedy paper. Right. Like it knows what it is. Yeah. And it always tries to, so they, this week, uh, <laughs> released what they uh, said was a Pulitzer Prize oh. uh, winning story. Well, they said that themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> Here we go. The, this is the headline. Mm-hmm. 
Darwin Cabby's crappy fare as passenger leaves huge poo. I told you I would get you. I told. See, what have I done to you? Now, firstly, <laughs> firstly, I I want you to see the photo that they've got with this story of the oh, cab driver. What? And then a dude with his pants down. Well, that, like, they didn't catch that. In that is. Clearly a reenactment. So, underneath it does say, a reenactment of but Monday Night's Does he have, like, a birthmark? Yeah, but that's not... I'm guessing that's not the guy. They've got... So, that's probably the photographer yeah. or the photographer's assistant yeah. or some young this journalist. The, the guy who wrote the story. That's hey, Larry, you want to pull down your pants over here? We're going to do a shot. This is a great story, but I think we need to reenact this. <laughs> and by the way, if you're going to reenact it, then I want you to go to the full poo. Yeah, full so poo. Just, and also, nobody, nobody <laughs> could ever imagine poo on a seat. So, we have to do a photo. Right. So, and I love that the fucking cab driver, like, has reenacted this. He and, looks and, but, shocked. But the look on his face, you're like, he he knows how to ham it up and find the camera. Yeah. Like, he is doing the full, ooh. <laughs> 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 okay, so, uh, taxi driver Kishan Lalka, Kishan Lalka, uh, knew his career would never be the same. When he heard his passengers sniggering, the sounds of pants being hastily buttoned. Oh, God. And a particularly pungent stench filling his nostrils. Oh, Jesus. The 30-year-old Darwin Radio Taxi's driver had picked up five passengers in his VW Caddy Maxi Taxi outside the old Honeypot Strip Club. <laughs> <laughs> they have a different definition of Honeypot. <laughs> <laughs> On Darwin's Mitchell Street. Okay. Uh, at 9.30pm on Monday. That's not that late no, to be. That's, that's not late That's at early all. in the night to be. Yeah, this guy's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seemed a normal fare, then things went terribly wrong. One guy who was sitting in the, in the behind seat, he did the worst S dot, 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 dot. It can't even be imagined by a human being. It can't even it be can't imagined. Be ima- it's the picture. A human being. A human could cannot not Im- even imagine. No, it's beyond the scope of, of human, human imagination. Yes. We finally reached we the limits yep. of the scope of human imagination. Human. Some people thought it was limitless. Some people no, thought that every generation human human innovation would be the thing that drives us forward. It's but, not. It, but it, you can't. We found the the outer limits of our imagination. I can't imagine, and I can't imagine no. a man shitting in a cab. It can't be imagined by a human being. No, maybe a dog. Right, maybe. Maybe a dog. A particularly perceptive turtle. A turtle could do it. Right. Dolphins are smart. Maybe a dolphin. But again, a dolphin doesn't know what a cab is. Right. A dolphin does not know what a cab is. (laughs) It has had no reason to ever know what a cab is. Has no idea what a cab is. Like, I mean, the dolphin is very smart. but Very smart. The dolphin has a lot of gaps in its general knowledge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... It doesn't know anything about public like it's, transportation. Like, you know, it's like, it's like the, the dolphin is like one of those people you'd have on the dollop. Yeah. Someone who is intellectually gifted yeah. from birth and turns out to be completely inept in being able to handle their life. No, couldn't handle anything. Right. That's what the dolphin is. Yeah. You can't just put the dolphin like a CEO of your company and think that things no, are going to go. No, you can't. A dolphin can't even work at If you're in, in the McDonald's. taxi industry and you're there going, no human being can imagine this. How can we compete with Uber? We've got to get a dolphin on the board. Don't do it. No, it's terrible. The dolphin knows nothing about mass transportation in capital cities. When trying to apply a dolphin to the real world, right. you find out how fucking stupid they are. It's stupid. <laughs> 
It's like when everyone was like, oh, a computer beat a human at chess. Well, let's just play it at tennis. Like, there's other games we're still better at. Why are we playing it at a game that it can beat us at? Don't give it confidence. Do you know what I mean? Like, just go, chess is dumb. None of us even like chess. Hey, computer, you want to play checkers? Yeah. Yeah, we'll beat yeah, you. Monopoly, how about that? How about some Uno? You right. ready to go? Yahtzee? Kind of Yahtzee. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Okay. Let's see how good you are at Hungry Hungry Hippos, computer. Oh, you don't have hands. Oh, I don't have any hands. <laughs> Look at me. I can't win at Hungry Hungry Hippos. I would like to see a dolphin play a computer at Hungry Hungry Hippos. Right. <laughs> yeah, see how smart they both are. Fucking idiots. And then we'll just sit around and fucking burn some tires. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the boys have been asked to be dropped off at uh, Bayview Street in Fanny Bay. Jeez, this story just does not, <laughs> just, it just keeps giving. He said they were drunk, Caucasian, racist, and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And appeared to be Australian and aged in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a smell in the car, and one of the guys sitting behind me did a poo, he said. Okay, wait a minute. So there's five guys in a cab. Yeah. How is there even enough room to take a shit? It's a maxi taxi. That's so, like a van. Okay, so there's three guys on one seat and two on the other. Yeah. And one, probably the guy in the back is like, I'm going to take a dump here. And the right. other guy's like, no, I'm sitting next to you. Like, what kind of animals are these? I, I think they're animals. I think that's pretty clear from the fact they did a poo in a taxi. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Someone should have stepped in. Like, right? You know, no matter if, how drunk you are. Right. At some point, at guys, some point, you have to go, Doug, don't shit on Doug, the seat. Don't. Doug, Doug, I'm sitting next to you. Right, I have to smell it. Right, but also you'll have shit in your pants. I get that There's you're no racist. There's no way that you're just like knocking one out and then yeah. I mean, who's wiping, Doug? Right, <sighs> Doug. Uh, okay. A guy was walking past and I gave him three. <laughs> oh boy, what what just happened? Oh boy, what you just <laughs> you just popped. <laughs> uh, when the boys had gone, Mr. Lulko returned to the car. He couldn't face the dump left in the footwell of the car. Couldn't what, did he it. talk to them and say, oh, wait, the footwell? Yeah, the footwell. So the guy... Okay, the so guy he's done got, it on the way He didn't out. do it on the seat. Yeah, he, got, he got down yeah. and shat. Yeah. So it was still driving. He didn't do it on the way out. He no. took a shit while... Yeah. It, so he... God... So, this is when this story gets even more intriguing to me. Uh, a guy walking past, uh, so the, the, he can't return to it. He can't look at the dump. Right. I mean, to him, it's like he's like, how can I look at something yeah. that is unimaginable by a human being? Surely no. in that very action of me seeing something right. that is impossible for a human being to imagine. So... That I will cease to exist or something it's, because that's got to be like a like some sort of time paradox. No, it's right? like an, it's like an episode of Fringe. Right. It's the shit that distorts time and reality. Right. Einstein would have a hard time with this. Right. He's. Well, I can't. I have no mathematical explanation for what this is. A guy was walking past. Says Mister Lalka. Hello, Pooh. And I just gave him three hundred dollars to clean the car. <laughs> This is a scam. This is their scam. This is what they do. They shit in cars. Then their friend Jeff comes by and goes, I'll clean that for 300 bucks. It's a scam. It's a 
classic Northern Territory scam. scam. It's the shit scam. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's been played. The old switcher-poo. Yeah. <laughs> I fell for the old switch of poo. Oh, God. I'm not sure if I should have laughed at that. <laughs> um, I just love that to imagine that scenario. It's like now 9.45 at night. How do you, You're how a do guy you, in Darwin on a Monday night. You're just walking down the street. just walking down the street. And then a cabbie. And then a cabbie pulls by. Hey. Hey. Could you do me a favor? <laughs> I know this. Could you do me a solid? <laughs> like, let's Let's... <laughs> I want you to be the cab driver. Okay. Okay. And I'm the guy walking by. And let's okay. just play this out and see if there's how this would have gone. Okay. Hey, mate. Oh, good day, mate. How are uh, you? Hey, good. Uh, could you do me a favor? Uh, okay. What? What is it? Uh, I got a poo in. Yeah. Hey, what? I got a poo in the wheel well. Uh, is a poo your friend? No, no. It, the uh, there's the last guy left a poo. Wait. What? Last guy left a poo in the I, wheel well. I don't. I don't right, let me, understand. Let me, what you're I'm going to pull it. Let me show you. I'm going to open up the door here. Okay. See. See that? Yes. That's a. That's why, a why are you showing me this? Well, here's the deal. I, I don't like that. Hey, you no, know, it's horrible. I'm so sorry that someone did that to you. It's. Are it's, you? Uh, are you employed right now? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm doing fine. I was actually just. Uh, I was wondering. Right. If you would mind cleaning this out for uh, hey, a little bit of like a, a little bit of money. Is this a hidden camera show? Nope, this is real. That's is this is the Kucha going to appear? No, have no, I he been pooped? They don't work in. <laughs> <laughs> You've been pooped. <laughs> <laughs> we take various celebrity shits, <laughs> leave them about town. And see if random strangers will clean them up. So yeah, it's light punked, but it's just celebrities shitting in different situations. And, then, and so you you see the celebrity at the start, you know. Next week, James Franco hey. snaps one off at McDonald's. Hey, did, let me, you want me to tell you something? Okay. It was great that you cleaned that up, but do you know whose poo that was? Selma Blair. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I cleaned Selma Blair's poo. Holy shit. I can't wait to tell my dad. My dad loves Selma Blair. Uh, Mr. Lovka, a driver for two years, oh, God. said the $8 fare was unpaid. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, it was just paid with a different form of currency. I had... Now, by the way, I feel... I, I think everybody knows that we are not on the side of the people who pooed in the back no, of the No, we're taxi. opposed to the poors. Yeah, well, they are the villains in this yeah. story. And, I need to, and I think they're racist. And yeah, definitely. That's yeah. I mean there's no way you're just like it's a horrible thing to do and yeah. it's clearly like they're racist. Yeah. Right? And they've done this like in, it's so it's like technically it's probably not even a fucking I mean it's not a funny story anyway, but it is kind of funny. It is but, kind of funny. But you know, it might have been a fucking hate crime as you know right. as far as we know, right? Yeah. Like and no fucking jo- guy just doing his job should have to put up with this, right? No, but, not unless he works in like a poo factory. But I do. <laughs> so, uh, a pooctory. You know what? Here's the thing: a lot of those poo factory jobs have gone off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my yeah, my uncle used to work in the pictory, and uh, all the jobs went to Malaysia. Yeah, man. Like a lot of those countries, Bangladesh. I mean, the food yeah. helps. I mean, it's just easier for them. It is easier. It's cheaper. It's easier. It's all yeah. You know, in America, there's so much cheese in the diet. Like, I mean, <laughs> people can barely get one out sometimes. You know, it's just yeah. It's not like the old days. The amount of food you have to eat to get a good poo out in America oh. just doesn't compare to how. No. I mean, some of those places you have to drink the water. <laughs> You go down to Mexico. You don't even have to. I mean, you go down to Mexico. You have a little bit of water, and uh, you know you got a job. Okay, uh, so I'm not making fun of him, but th- these are his comments. I'm not okay. making fun of him, but but I'm not a racist. I'm about but, to make fun of him. This is his quote. I had a real bad headache because of the smell. He said, "Oh God." When I sleep, I feel the smell. <laughs> It's like heavy on me. It's like on my chest at night. I like I try to sleep and I wake up and I feel it. It's in the room I with me. I feel the smell. I, it's in the room with me. I feel the smell of something that was unimaginable by a human being. It, this, this is what has happened to this man. Like this isn't something funny that they should be saying. This is our Pulitzer Prize winning story. This is a story of human tragedy. This is a man who feels the smell. He has PTSD. Poo, traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm very sorry. I'll try to be a better person. <laughs> you don't know, man. You weren't there. It was it was unimaginable by humans. I'm pretty sure I saw a dolphin go past it even go, I don't know. I can't look at a toilet. I want the story, by the way, of the poo cleaner. Where's his story? Right? That's the guy. I That's the guy. About. Fuck! Like, how did that guy a, just? How did that guy just walk story. off into the night? But I want to know about this fucking Michael Landon Highway to Heaven fucking character <laughs> who just wanders around <laughs> cleaning up poo like some poo fucking Zorro. What's just? The, what's the guy's name? The cab driver's name? Uh, Loka. Um, so Loka's just uh, Mr. Loka. Loka's just standing standing there, Keyshawn confused Loka. and scared, and out of the darkness, a man arrives. And he walks into the the street light and he looks at him and says, I got this look. I'll clean up the poo. <laughs> and then he cleans it up and then he just disappears back into the night. Right. Yeah. The equal, equalizer, but for poo. <laughs> the poo equalizer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's got a friend he works with, the equalizer, <laughs> which is uh, for urine-based ones. They work together. They're a crime-fighting team. This the equalizer and the equalizer. <laughs> this one's on. Wait, we got a double. <laughs> uh, all right. When I sleep, I feel the smell. I oh. didn't have dinner last night. Mm. I talked to the bass, and they all started laughing. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but then. Uh-huh. Here's the thing about Mr. Lalka. Yeah. You know, he turns very Louis style or Marin style. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way. I saw that it's officially been Thank renewed you. for yes. a new season, which is fantastic. Yes. Particularly in this modern environment to like uh-huh. three seasons of a uh, show. It's not bad. And like for a show like that, you just know 
Like you could see it this season, but you just know next season it's just going to fucking yeah. like it's just going to be ready to smash it. Yeah, like it's right where it needs to be for it to. Hopefully, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, like you know, well, maybe not. Maybe you guys will fuck it up. We might, but it's but you're in the right place. Like it's that yeah. nice place where you're like, we get it now. We get what we can and can't do, and what works. Yeah. It's cool. Um, Mr. Lalka might be that sort of person as well because uh-huh. he knows how to turn his tragedy oh. into comedy. Good, yeah. Because this is his last line. Yeah. Some people say it's a shit job. <laughs> but actually, it is shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Fuck. So. That is definitely a great story. Unless Uber becomes Pooba, I think they're going to have the... Uh, market share yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So I, I took an Uber the other night on Lindsay's account. That was the mm-hmm. reason that, uh, that that whole thing came up. Um, I took an Uber uh, on Lindsay's account. By the way, we're doing very well at getting to those questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the ultimate faux episode where we say we're going to do something and then never, ever do it. Uh, this episode, we're going to answer your questions and then on to poo <laughs> so um so uh i've been catching so like you said you can rate the drivers if you don't know about uber right. they rate you and you rate them yes and you can't see each other's mm-hmm. you know so as a customer you get the driver rating which is anonymous you post that anonymously they don't know what their own rating is right. and vice versa mm-hmm. as a consumer now you can ask the person or you can find out but like yeah. it's not but, you know, that's kind of the system. You can anonymously, you know, do that sort of thing, right? Right. So it keeps people, yeah. But it also means when you're writing on someone else's account, like I feel the responsibility to be like a good. Right. Because I don't want to fuck up his rating. Right. right? Yeah. So uh, the other night uh, I'm catching uh, an Uber home and the, uh, the driver has quite a thick accent as well. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, are you from London? And I say, no, I'm from Australia. Mm-hmm. And he says, great. Uh, what do you think of this Scottish uh, referendum? And it became really apparent to me that he either did not know what Australia was, oh my god, or thought Australia was in Britain. <laughs> oh my god. But either way, like I realised that it was going to be more complex. Like, yeah. to, I didn't want to like have a fight with this dude going, no, 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 I'm from Australia or whatever. Right. And like suddenly, yeah, Lindsay's getting a bad rating because I'm right. argumentative, right. right? Yeah. So I was like, well, I was in Scotland a couple of weeks ago. And I read the papers while I was there. Right. And I saw a few stand-up comedians do badly thought jokes about the topic. So I'm yeah. pretty sure I can bluff my way through this to a yeah. guy who thinks that Australia is in Great Britain. Yeah. So I did. I oh, spoke beautiful. for about 10 or 15 minutes oh, about all the pros and Nicely cons. Nicely done. Eloquently. Yeah. Yeah. And then you shit in And then, and then I out. shit in his Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Lindsay. Here's your tip. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to, um, let's get to uh, questions. some of these questions. We have questions. Yeah. Colin Geddes. You know Colin, right? Colin Geddes. Do you know Colin Geddes? He's, no. he's great, Colin. He always does a bit of art for the podcast. He's a cool guy. Um, uh, if a sponsor came along and said they were sponsored the podcast without ads or plugs, right? So just the, we, we like what you're doing. You know, somebody who just like is like, you know what? I got a bit of money. Like the guy who invented The Simpsons at the mm-hmm. moment, Sam Simon. Like, oh, well, one of the guys, not mm-hmm. the guy. Who, yeah, but like, you know, he was one of the original creators of The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, is dying, I believe. Yes. And I was reading something. Oh, they haven't read all the details yet, but he's giving away, basically going around and finding projects yeah. and people and things and whatever and giving away his money. Because, right. But he's doing it in a way of like finding things that he's really interested in. Yeah. And like, you know, going and help. And that's kind of like, 
Yeah, okay. So somebody like decides instead of doing that to, for good causes, they like my podcast. I guess that's a kind of, you know, yeah. scenario, right? <clears throat> However, they do have one stipulation. Oh, boy. Uh, you have to be 100% sober slash drug free for the recording of the show. And you have to submit a urine sample before each show. Would you do it? I mean, my answer is immediately, um, how much money? <laughs> because there is a certain amount I would say no to. Yeah. There's a certain amount where I'd be like, no, fuck you. It's my podcast. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'll sell some more t-shirts. And then there's <laughs> and, another amount of money. And then there's another amount yeah. where I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I what's could put the up amount? Pain in my $100,000? Yeah. Per ep? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> per ep. Wow. <laughs> Wow, ten ten thousand per app. Yeah, ten thousand per app. Yeah, yep, ten thousand per app. Okay, but I'm putting out a lot more apps. Five thousand per app. What I'm gonna do, guys, <laughs> is what I'm I'm gonna put up a lot of apps for about six months in a row, like one a day, two a day, and then you guys will just have to ration those out yeah. over the other six months. Where I'll be doing. Something else that you don't need to know about, and the sponsors of my show don't need to know about either. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Andrews asks, pretend... Oh, actually, you know what? That's one that I'll answer as well. I want to go to one that you, you oh. can answer. Mm. Um, here. All right. Hypothetical. Uh, Divya Pakianathan. Pakianathan. Divya Pakianathan. Uh, I'm probably murdering that, but I apologize, Divya. Uh, would you rather eat 10 pine cones... Hmm. or poop five pine cones oh, i'd rather eat 10 although then i'm gonna poop them anyway so uh-huh. i just poop the five it's like a trick question yeah it is because if you eat 10 pine cones they're coming out right but maybe i don't want the pine cones to come out full whereas if you eat them i think you can use pine cones in like fancy food and shit like top chef style <sighs> a you know, pine right? cone, like a whole pine Someone cone you think yeah, i don't nuts. have to eat it whole. i don't think you can't eat it i don't think anybody's oh, no, making pineapple i'm thinking <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think there's a chef in the world that's like, I'm going to cook this pine cone. I don't think that happens. I bet there is. Well, it's like eating a I rock. I bet there's a way you could eat pine cone. Well, you'd have to, delicious. you'd have to. I don't know there's a way you could boil it. it. Yeah, boil it. And then maybe reduce it down to a sauce. Like, yeah, pine cone, like a pine cone sauce, a delightful yeah. pine cone yeah, sauce. And you get a nice reduction happening in right, the a jus. sauce. Maybe a, a pine cone jus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not eating it. I'm not. No. I'm going to. How, I mean. Can you put them in your asshole hole? Because you can't put them in your mouth hole, so you should be able to break them up and put them in your asshole knot hole. Yeah, all right. Yeah? Yep. Makes sense? Yep. So I'd go asshole. Right, but you still have to put them in. Like, isn't it easier to put them in by, like, and hope your body digests them? They're going to go through my whole body and tear up my intestines, and it's going to be a fucking nightmare. What if you had them and that suddenly discovered that, like, because no one had ever tried to eat them before, they cured, like, all sorts of... Like diseases or whatever, or you felt like ten years younger. Like well, you first ate of the all, pine cones, first and then of all, suddenly you look ten years younger. First of all, how many di- like how many diseases? Do, how many diseases do I have? I don't know, but I imagine some. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you have I know, some. But, so I'm sickly now. Well, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, no, I just mean you now. Like, <laughs> like I mean, your cavities heal up and you lose. 20 pounds and like 20 some of your hair grows back. You're saying or I'm 20 pounds overweight? I don't even know what 20 pounds is. <laughs> I have no idea. That could be like as big as your head or as big as your torso. I have no idea how to convert a kilogram into a pound. I don't know even where to start. 
I don't even know what that is. But no, so okay, yeah, no, but, but right. that, but now you're giving the pinecone magical powers, <laughs> oh, and if I put it in my mouth and or in my asshole, it's gonna have the same magical powers. Right. I'm gonna uh, put them. I'm gonna put them in my butt. Evelina Grozka. By the way, that's a terrible question. Whoever, sir, Divya Pakia Nathan, um, Evelina Grozka. Got some good names here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get cool things for cool people? Uh, shirts made up. I would love to wear it. Uh, well, here's the good news, and that's an excellent question. That is a great shirt. They are available now. Oh, they are? Yep, they went up today. Oh. So they're on the website for the two weeks before the podcast festival. Uh-huh. Uh, so Australians, if you use, if you buy, I think the offer that Angelo's doing this time is if you buy, because it's the poster, like the full color, the, you know, yeah. the colorful poster version, and then there's the T-shirt, which is like a different color scheme, right? And yeah. if you buy both, you get free shipping, put in cool things, I think is the um, the, the code, but it's all on the Facebook page. I posted all the details all today. Right. So uh, they're on sale at the moment. I know some of them have already sold out, and then we've got some for PodFest. You'll actually better buy some at PodFest, or you can order some now and pick them up at PodFest if that's what you want to do yeah. as well. So, um, But they're awesome T-shirts. James Fosdyke, how good a job did he do with that dollop poster? Good God. It's just fucking amazing, isn't it? I've shown it to people who don't even listen to the podcast, and they're like, what? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's really incredible. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, so. He told me what he's going to do. He's going to, I'm going to do like a 70s movie poster, and I was like, whatever. I I have no idea what your vision is, but I totally trust you. Right. (laughs) And then it came, and I was like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, every time. That's what I'm always like. It's so much better than I could have imagined. <laughs> yes. Why are you so much better? Why are you even asking me for input? No, don't ask me this anything. This is better than my show. <laughs> I have to write a better show now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I hope that answers your question. Uh, Amber Nicole says, um, I really want to hear what you both have to say about the TV show Survivor. Have you I, watched Survivor? Have you watched the I had, television I had to watch Survivor? a season because when me and Greg were doing radio on the internet, we someone said, you have to watch Survivor and talk about it. Uh-huh. And I really disliked it. Why? Tell me why. I thought it was bullshit, but also I watched the season where the guy fell on the fire. Oh, yes. And I was like, well, what's happening here? Like, it just seemed just totally fucked up. It is fucked up. But that's and, what I was thinking about yesterday when I was watching the NFL. Like, you know, as in, like, what I'm watching all this shit happening in the NFL. I'm like, how far are we from fucking Hunger Games? Because well, at the moment, we've got a bunch of fucking... And by the way, I understand there are a bunch of good people in the NFL as well. Like, I'm sure there are. Yeah, like, I, you know, sure. I'm sure there's great human beings who do great things. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, we're not far away from... You know, like, those, like, stories, those, like, Twilight Zone or whatever Stephen King-style stories where there'll always be, like, some league of criminals yeah. where we get them to basically yeah. battle to the death. Rollerball. I mean, yeah, it's Rollerball or it's fucking yeah. Gladiator or whatever. Like, that's... It, it, I mean, it's... Here's the thing, though. We've got a bunch of fucking criminals and we keep them out of jail and we let them keep their job and we let them run into each other and get severe fucking brain damage. Right. Right. And break their fucking bodies they are, for our amusement. They are gladiators. They're just dying slower deaths right. for our amusement. Yeah. I don't watch this part anymore, but I think I think it's really disgusting. I mean, they've had I mean, some of the stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks in that sport, you're just like yeah. and to see people defend some of that stuff. Oh you're my like, God. what is happening to us? I have no idea. I can't even imagine what just goes on in people's heads that they defend any of that. Um you, right. you tweeted you tweeted some I think it was like feminism some blog that someone wrote oh yes I couldn't even believe it I was fucking reading just someone defending 
like like rationalizing the punch. No. Well, oh yeah. Okay. So firstly, because she hit him first, right? Now here's the thing. So what? Okay. So what? Absolutely. So what? Secondly, you are honestly telling me, like, now I'm not saying that anyone should hit anyone, right? Right. They shouldn't, but it's also not an eye for a fucking eye. That's not how we work in this day in society, right? right? Like, but even if she had hit him, like, so as hard as a woman, like a woman of her size could hit a man, a a professional football player. Well, yeah, before I get to that, like if she hit me as hard as she could hit me, yeah. It still wouldn't like I wouldn't like you know. There's I would still be fine not to like you know. Yeah. Like I still would be like no 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 like you know maybe you could grab someone's arms or something if yeah. you had to like protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But even then you know like but but you know but this is a man who is a professional footballer yeah. who runs into people for a fuck. Yeah. He would not have even fucking felt it. No. Nothing. Barely been fucking annoyed by right. it. Right. His job is to get hit. Right. And also in his job, as far as I can tell from the NFL, when someone hits you, y- you have to re- control the impulse to punch them in the face, right? <laughs> That's against the rules of the game. Isn't that literally his mu- job? It is very much Isn't against the Isn't his job? Yeah. Like, because maybe you could say, I'd never been hit before. Like, if someone had never been hit before. Yeah. Like, if, if, a, if a woman really punched me in the face, that has never happened in my life before. Yeah. So, say crazily your body reacted and let, like your fist list, like, it, you know, I'd still expect it to be punished for that, by the way. But right. maybe you could make the argument, honestly, I didn't mean, like, you know, that's what happened or yeah. whatever, right? Like, but this is a guy who's been hit a million times. Right. Like, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. It he's the one guy who is qualified to I know. Take it. That's like a comedian hitting someone cuz somebody says something mean to them. Totally. Like we're, we're used to people yeah. like being in environments where people have heckled or whatever. Like you're the person who like you know, maybe someone else would react to that situation, but right. anyway, but in that fucking blog, that person <sighs> who had the nerve to suggest that he was a good bloke because <laughs> after he dragged her lifeless body out of the lift, right. he didn't throw her shoe at her. That's honestly what he said in that thing. That is thing. what he said. He said, well, he didn't, like, he got a shoe and he didn't throw it at her. I mean. Oh, well, okay. No, you're right. That would have been crossing the line. Could you imagine that that's, like, that's how far you had to go to rationalize right. it? Right. Like, it's just insane. Well he, well, he didn't throw... I mean, he could have thrown that shoe at her. <laughs> He's a gentleman. Right. He's a gentleman. He didn't throw the shoe at her, which he had in his hand, ready for throwing. He had a shoe. Shoes and the reason... Like- I mean, the weird the weird thing, the reason that he had a shoe is because he knocked her unconscious. Right. And dragged her out of the elevator. Right. But he didn't hit her with it. He didn't leave her head in the elevator door and fucking no, jam it. No, he could have easily done that. I mean, he is that. a hero if you yeah. really think He's about American it. Of all the hero. terrible things I've thought of you could do to a woman. Yes. Like, I've made a list. Here's all the <laughs> terrible things that he could have done. God. In fact, I already had some of the notes. I didn't need them for this situation. I had a, I had a page of them of different scenarios <sighs> how I could harm women, and he didn't do, he didn't do he didn't any do of them. seven of my top ten. I've done so many drawings. Right? God. Men are so fucked but up. But that was one of those moments where you're like, you know, it's, sometimes you like to hope that we all get through this as the human race. No, but we're not gonna. You, then you read that sort of shit and no, you just you go, where do we even start? It's remarkable. Where do we even start with people like that? You are so far away from being a human being. Yeah. A that, dolphin is more of a human than you. Right. You know what's more human than you? 
that shit in the cab. You know who's definitely more human than you? That fucking person who cleaned that shit up. <laughs> more of him and less of you. Like, you know, yeah, that's... please. It really is just one of those things where I'm like, wow. Like, you're just a horrible... Social, social media makes me sad. It, so much of that was just so... And then people have the nerve when, like, say someone goes online, like, you know, a woman goes online, you know, a columnist or whatever and said, you know... Yeah, takes part in a yes or women thing or whatever and then yeah. people will be like this is bullshit this never fucking happens and yeah. then you're just like oh yeah except that if you look everywhere it does <laughs> but it's, like if you don't look everywhere or anywhere like if you literally don't you ignore everything you sew your eyes like, shut and also to be honest if you ignore many of the things you've just said <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right uh, Jared uh, oh, no here we go uh, Lachlan DJ Bulge Stewart Possibly not his real name, but uh, if Dave was to author a children's book, what would it be titled and what important life lesson would it teach? That's a good question. Um, let me sleep. <laughs> yes. And it would be about letting me sleep. <laughs> yeah. And what would be the lesson? If I, if I, you know what the honest truth is, uh, step into the fear. Oh, okay. I think that, I think the most beneficial thing you can tell a kid is to face the things they're afraid of. Right. You mean like pedophiles? Yes. Get it, get in the van. (laughs) That's the sequel to get in the van. (laughs) Or or like Dobermans that are barking at you. Things like that. That's what I'm talking about. Hot stoves. Open fires. (laughs) Spiky things. Moving yes. vehicles. Right. You know. All those things. All those things that jump are, in the back of a garbage truck. Right. See yeah. what happens. Yeah. Get in the bin and hide. Yeah. You know what a fun cubby houses? Old freezers by the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> uh all right. Uh Jared uh Luke uh Cage. I'm sorry, Jared. Uh, it's believed, or I think I heard James Lipton say it once on Inside the Actors Studio, that everyone has at least one impression of another person. Who do you think is your one? I See, this is an interesting question because I don't think that I have one. And I, I don't, don't think that you do either, I right? Do, I do all of England and, and Australia. Yeah. Which, Hello, Governor! Right. That's which it. is, I mean, to be honest... If you looked around, you'd find someone whose voice fit. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't think I have one. I don't, I don't have think any. I can do an impro- and I try sometimes, like not mm. like but I just can't. Even- I'm really bad at it. I can't. No, no, I've tried. It's not happening. I don't do any. All right, you well, found the two people who don't do it. Well, James Lipton is a fucking dickhead. That's yeah, fuck James Lipton. Fuck He's you, James. Total Lipton. horse shit. Yeah, Daniel Tanner asked, "You can time travel, mm. but for every year you travel." A random person in the world loses five years of their life. Okay, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Where am I going? (laughs) And that's why I need you on my diplomatic immunity day. I mean, I don't know. That's what those poo villains needed. They needed to just uh, get out of the yeah, cab. That's right. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they said diplomatic immunity, and they got out of the cab. 
yeah, if I don't know that, so it's a random person. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm time traveling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no guilt, no guilt at all. I mean, no, honestly, thing. no guilt because random. I think I think we're overpopulated, and right. if I can take, <laughs> it's like yeah, two birds, one stone. It's a win-win for you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what's the downside? <laughs> <laughs> What's the catch? But it, it's probably like one of those things, like again, like a Twilight Zone episode where there is a catch, right? Yeah. Like it was like, because there was an episode of the Twilight Zone that was like, there was like a suitcase filled with like a million dollars, but some random, if they right. opened the suitcase, like some random person died. Right. And so they opened the suitcase and took the million dollars or whatever. And then the person comes to collect the suitcase and then they go, you know, what happens next? You know, uh, yeah. and then he's like, well, I'll give it to somebody else. And if and they like, take it, if you they die. take it, some random person. Yeah, it does. Right. Yeah. And then they look at you and, yeah. oh, I'm random. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, you could be like in the possibility that you could lose, you know, people who are important to you, you know, in this time traveling well, adventure. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I just don't, I think that <laughs> things are going to be a little more random than that. I mean, yeah, that's right. If it's yeah. truly random. Yeah. I mean, like if it's truly random, if you're going to be really... unlucky to like lose anyone too yeah. close to you. Yeah. And plus, if you're, if you're so weak that time travel uh, arbitrary, arbitrary time travel takes years off your life and you know i don't think much of you anyway right and you know what the other thing about time travel is yeah yeah you know what you'll time travel to a point where they're all dead right so that'll put it in perspective right. you're like you know what everyone yeah. fucking died yeah everyone died right in fact you know what you could do you could just like time travel to points in time and like you know find out you know what they were like and just find some reason to hate that person it, it'd be yeah. fine yeah oh you could rationalize it easily oh if easily you had the ability to time travel easily and also the thing about time Random travel people is, die all the way. Time, they by do. the way, thank you. Doing things that we, like you know, I, I said before, I'm going to get the new iPhone. Like people right. died. People they, died making that. Making that thing. Yeah, like you know. Yeah, that's yeah. not random. Right. That's you killing people. Well, not specifically. Well, not to, I think it's. I, I haven't. I haven't asked for that one specifically. Can I get the lucky, iPhone? You're lucky. I want one that people die. I want like blood into the. Well, you're lucky. You have diplomatic immunity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Apple would do they'd cash in on diplomatic immunity day there'd be a oh, special yeah. one that's like you know the screen's made of blood diamonds <laughs> diplomatic <laughs> immunity I think time travel is worth it no matter what the price okay <laughs> well, I like it that's the sort of person we want in charge of time travel <laughs> Uh, Luke McKernan asks, you've been in a terrible accident oh boy the skin over your entire body has to be replaced but there are only two options available. Oh, God. Scales mm-hmm. or feathers. Any type of scale. Fish. Scale. scale. Crocodile. Snake. Why do scales? Uh, or any feather you like. Scales. Uh, what sort of scales? Mm-hmm. Fish, crocodile, snake. I think uh, snake. Right. Because like, like you can already wear like snake skin things. Yeah. Like snake skin boots. It's just like wearing a giant. Yeah. I mean, you look be, weird, but it's also it'd softer. Cool. You'd be like the Fonz too. Yeah. Get people to cross I think you'd look great. People would be, be like, wow, I, liked, I like feeling what's you. What's Dave doing these days? Girls with snake fetishes yeah, would be like, hey, what's now. up? Yeah. Because girls do have you snake fetishes. Call me fetishes, snake. Right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's mm-hmm. right. My penis would look weird. Look, no one would look like a snake. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's great. All right. Um, Maddie Spencer asks, uh, who would you most like to listen to an episode of TOEFOP or FOFOP and oh, why? That's interesting. That is an interesting question. Hmm. Um, I, I haven't quite thought about that yet, but I will 
um, use that to go off on a little bit of a tangent for a second because um, I had another person that I like follow me randomly on Twitter mm-hmm. the other day. And that's the closest example I can think of straight away because Twitter sometimes informs you, you know, yes. so-and-so started following you or uh-huh. whatever. So there's a couple, you know, to the point where like, you know, I, I every time now that I tweet, I think about whether yes. these people would see it, sure. whether that, that would make them stop following me. Sure. I, right? Yeah. If I, I, I eventually let that go, but I know that feeling. Yeah. It's and restrictive. It is a bit restrictive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one is that, um, so this is the newest one. So, and this one's out of the blue and yeah. I'm really not sure where this one comes from. Cause a couple of the ones that I can, so I told you about, um, uh, that Pat was following me and that was because obviously because of you and through, you know, that yeah. sort of thing and you retweeting things and, uh, the Jim Gaffigan follows me, which is probably uh-huh. the same thing. I, yeah. I get that. I get where like. I haven't checked if either of them still follow me because I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I haven't checked if either of them still. follow me. Oh right, me. I'm sure they do. I, but you know, my thing is. I mean, if they still follow me, yeah. They... But I don't want to. <laughs> like, I don't want to check. I just want to live in the world where that was happening, and I hope it's still happening. Right? <laughs> but the this one was random, like in that way that I can't quite work out where it would have come yeah. from. Yeah. So, do you know who David Williams is? Uh-uh. Did you ever see a TV show from uh, the UK called Little Britain? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was like a really popular show for a yeah. while. And it kind of like, it was one of those things that got really big and then probably their last season or so probably they were you know doing a bit of a victory lap. But uh-huh. but funny, like yeah. just funny, funny, outright funny guys, yeah. you know. And he, he just started following me on Twitter. And I'm wow. like, and I, 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 I love them. They make me laugh. I'm not even yeah. a big sketch comedy fan. No, they make me laugh They too. make me laugh. God, they had one sketch where they went to the... They went to the wrong house to tell someone that they were cops, and they went to the wrong house to tell someone that someone had died, right. a relative, and it was the wrong house. <laughs> They're fucking funny guys. So funny. Like, and so he started following me. But you can't ask wow. someone why. <laughs> but I am haunted by the mystery. Yeah, um, I don't know who. I, I mean, it'd be interesting to know who listens to the podcast. I don't really. You know, John Stamos, early on in Walk in the Room, all of a sudden a message popped up on Facebook, and he's like, "Hey, love it, guys." I was like, what? John Stamos? But I know he's a big comedy guy, so... I mean, that... Yeah, I would like to know. If you consider yourself... Well, I mean, not if you consider yourself. If other people consider yourself... Consider you to be a well-known person and you listen to this podcast, hit me up. You can be yeah, discreet. I won't... Just send it, just but send I'd just private. like to... Yeah, you know, a, yeah. I'd just like to know. That would be interesting to me. Yeah. Um, all right. I would imagine like a lot of sports guys listen to it because they travel a lot, right? Listen to podcasts. Yeah, I think maybe that I is the imagine, case. Yeah, like the funny thing about podcasts is that there are certain like jobs where I think people are either really, really into things. Like they go, "Oh yeah, I'm right across all that stuff." Yeah, or they're like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> Why do you keep telling me that your podcast is successful? <laughs> I think yeah. I've said this before, but uh, being uh, the it was when like last year when iTunes you know named uh, Tofop like the podcast of the year and somebody asked me you know are you excited that it's like the podcast of the year and I was like well you know it's exciting but like being the podcast of the year is like being like the fastest walker <laughs> like it's impressive to everyone but yeah. people who have jobs and radio shows and <laughs> actual you know, people radio shows yeah. that people pay them for and stuff yeah, yeah. Like, you know, everyone can do this right <laughs> this just open and slather there's like no like sit on a couch just <laughs> Everyone can do it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, I would love if there were sports people listening to this. And if there are any sports people who listen to this, please let me know. That would be cool. Uh, Chris M. John asked this. 
your middle finger on your dominant uh, hand is removed in an accident mm-hmm. and a variety of replacements are offered. Mm. A, a replenishing breadstick. Mm. B, a functional penis. Mm-mm. C, a fork. Oh, okay. D, a comb. Mm-mm. E, a fountain pen. Mm. F, someone else's finger, but stuck on backwards so it curls the opposite way. That one. <laughs> <laughs> that one is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why did you even run me through those other ones? <laughs> Doesn't everyone take this? Uh, Is there really anyone who's going for fountain pen? I mean, that's got to be annoying. I might go for the pen. What else you can do? A fork? A fork's too much of a problem. You don't want the fucking breadstick. Like, I don't want the fork. Fork's no good for fingering. It's good for snacks, but not for fingering. Um, you don't want the comb. Like, no. I replenishing breadstick seems. The thing about the like, yeah, always, like finger not, food that's actually. Finger you can't food. finger with that. Uh, no, but then you're fat. You're eating breadsticks all the time. You're that sitting is around nibbling on your finger like some weirdo. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want an extra functional penis on your... No, that's horrifying. Then you're, then you're just like... Everywhere you go, you just sign up for the sex registry. Because you're like, oh, I'm a sex criminal. Why? Well, I have a penis out all the time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Public exposure. I've got to stop 24- 24-7 <laughs> public exposure. Plus, when I high-five people, I come. <laughs> oh, don't shake too tight. Oh, oh, God. Oh, sorry about that. You want a napkin? I really apologize. You squeezed a little too tight. <laughs> That's a nice firm hand. <laughs> I'm so... Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Where's that guy with the breadstick hands? Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Chris M. John asks, second question, uh, will never eat cake again or never be allowed to podcast again? Uh, I've actually, you know what? Even though I love cake and will always love cake. Yeah. I've got, I've gone off cake a little bit. Me like too. cake's become a lesser part of my diet, particularly because... I have to lose weight. Like I've been trying to keep my weight down for my yeah. hips and it's really been making a difference, which is annoying because it you know, means that I probably should keep doing it mm-hmm. and we'll probably have to keep doing it, you know, to stop my hips hurting for ages. Right. It's what people don't understand when they make fun of me in the papers back home, day for smoking weed. Do you know how hard it is to smoke weed for your pain and, and try not. to lose weight at the same time? Yeah, that's tough. I'm a disciplined person. Though. I know you are. I don't feel like they respect we're all, that. We're all praying for you. <laughs> Uh, why don't you do something useful for me? She's <laughs> mocking me. We're doing something you don't believe in for you. Oh, thanks for doing nothing and also mocking me. Prayer has prayer has the ability to. Nope, nothing. Nope, nothing. <laughs> nope. So you did nothing for me. You took some time that you could have been doing something and did nothing. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, we'll see how it bears out. Oh, you went to church and prayed for me. Yeah. So you're saying in that time, those two hours, I went you couldn't to the, have like I went to the source. Done anything to? I went to the actually source. Actually, help me. Went to the source, lit a candle, prayed for you. Oh, I went and saw a movie for you. <laughs> really rooting for you, buddy. 
so yeah, I could I could eat other things. I'm fine. Uh, Vaughn Turnbull asked this: <clears throat> If you could only perform stand up in one city for the rest of your life, which would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. I quite like that question. But I don't know. One city for the rest of your life. Um, I mean, for me, you've got to bank on it being a city that's going to be around for the rest of your life where they do stand up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's got to be one of the bigger ones, I would have thought. Somewhere that you think is still going to have enough of a scene to, you know, sustain your sort of stand-up career in one place. It'd probably be San Francisco. Is it big enough to just do it in one place? Yeah. For all your, like, you know, could you? It used to be. I don't know if it is now. It was when I was starting out. I wouldn't want to do it in New York because I think New York comedy is mostly, although it's gotten better. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But my experience in New York was that it was shitty. Yeah. I mean, because New York's your obvious place because there's lots to do. You could still, yeah. you could work all the time, right? I mean, for me, for me to be Melbourne, just because that Melbourne is like the city that is. Well, that's, that's the nice thing. I mean, if, if I go down to and do the festival and love it, then that would be my choice probably. Yeah. Like, I mean, Melbourne's always been, I mean, it's it's because of the festival, you know, yeah. because that, it always had been the hub of the scene. There's actually some places in, like, I mean, Perth is just amazing to play. Actually, you know what, depending on where you are, everyone's fucking awesome yeah, to play. But it's can, like, yeah. but Melbourne consistently, like, you know, it's been, I've been, I didn't, you know, 19 years, like, I've done that festival. It's, yeah. it's already, like, been part of my, you know, a big chunk of my life. Right. So the idea that they're like, well, you can just do here for the rest of your life. I'm like, you know what? Oh, all right. That yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. They seem to be the people who are most interested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Um, Lachlan D. Bulge Stewart. Apple announced a new iPhone, which killer new feature is not only a bigger screen, but Siri now has impeccable timing and can deliver perfectly crafted, acoustically pleasing knock-knock jokes. The jokes are so perfect that the entire comedy industry is disrupted and stand-up comedians are are instantly rendered obsolete. Comedy clubs replace mic stands with iPhone holders and punters show up to sit down in rows of clean white stools and listen to Siri's profound and entertaining take <laughs> on current world events in knock-knock form. <laughs> As comedy is no longer a career, uh-huh. how would you feed your family post-comedapocalypse? Well, I'm a writer, so I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a family, so <laughs> high five. <laughs> Lucky I planned ahead. <laughs> Still, long... I still think my plan was better than yours. That... I mean, from a financial point of view, not from a, you know, from an industry being sure. decimated point sure. of view. Like, sure. you know, I was like, at least I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, no, that's sad now. But we, like, this, it's a really long question for the simple answer, which is what you, you still have your TV show and I have the TV show I work on. So right. we both work on TV shows. Oh, yeah. That's right. So we're it's a good okay. point. Yeah, we're good. I know we're fine. And we podcast. Yeah, Siri can't fucking host the podcast yet, can she? No, Siri has no idea to fucking podcast. Why don't you have a conversation, Siri, instead yeah. of answering questions with knock-knock jokes? Yeah, bet Siri couldn't. Oh, I was about to say, bet Siri couldn't look things up on the internet and go through them, but I bet she could. Yeah, better that than actually us. something that she... But she would do it so efficiently, it wouldn't be interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no one's like, I come to podcast for efficiency. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, it's one of the ideas, I'm not sure this is an idea for my show yet, but... One of the ideas I've been toying with is because the, the show is called Free Will and part of what I'm thinking about, it may not 
like turn out to be this last year's show didn't turn out anything like what i thought it was going to be at the mm-hmm. start it just became something much better than what i thought it was going to be but it was like um the idea i have is i'd like the structure of it to actually play with the idea of free will you know about that mm-hmm. idea of whether we do indeed have free will or whether every you know action is the result of you know all the other actions that have happened in our life and right. does that actually mean that we have free will or are we just is some yeah those the product of all our you know circumstances and whatever like I, just in a stylistic sense i think that also suits the world of stand up comedy where mm-hmm. you know like you're constantly retelling stories or telling a bit of a story or, you know, so I think there's something in the form of that that I could play yeah. with. But one of the other interesting ideas that I had was um, when I went and saw uh, Ray Kurzweil speak, you know, the futurist, the guy mm-hmm. who, you know, the, the, he's the Google head engineer and he's the guy who, you know, the idea of the singularity and wrote yeah. that book about that, whatever. Um, <clears throat> he was talking in his speech about the one thing that will be hardest for like artificial intelligence and the singularity to crack, to replicate, to truly like have artificial intelligence is sense of humor. It's the yeah. one thing they still can't like. There's a lot right. of other things that you can program in and oh no, blah, I've blah, seen blah, but I've it's seen like, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Right, it's almost the thing that might keep us like. Like comedy, humor yeah. might be the thing the that stops the fucking robots. Only, yes. We might be the fucking modern day yes. Terminator killers. That might yeah. be us. We, we, tell a, we tell a joke and then they can get confused and they turn their hair to the side and their little eyeballs right. spin around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, so I kind of like that idea of like talking about the idea of comedy being the, like the thing that stops us from, you know, turning yeah. into robots. I don't know. I have not thought about it any more than that, but that is my, that's, um, all right. Uh, last but not least, here we go. Uh, Taylor Andrews asked, oh, so do you watch Doctor Who? No. Okay. So pretend no one else in the world knows about Doctor Who. How do you explain the show's concept without sounding a little crazy? Okay, okay explain it to me. So, uh, do you know anything about Doctor Who? I know there's a phone booth or something. Okay, and... so uh, there's a character called the Doctor. That's not his real name. Uh-huh. That's where the title comes from, Doctor Who. Right. right? Who is this Doctor? Ah, mysterious he, Doctor. He's a Time Lord. Sure. Uh, he's from a planet of Time Lords. Okay. And they have the ability to travel through time mm-hmm. in their spaceships, right? In now, spaceships. Yeah. Now, they're called TARDIS, in a TARDIS. Mm-hmm. So, the TARDIS, uh, when it would go into different environments, it would uh, you know, adapt to the environment, blend in, right? You know, it would disguise mm-hmm. itself, right? right? So, the Doctor's one that he stole, he stole, he ran away from his planet. His back life is a bit mysterious and has been filled in through his reincarnations that we'll get to. But he stole the TARDIS and you know, escaped his planet because mm-hmm. he wasn't happy about something. Yeah. And the TARDIS got stuck in the blue police blocks. So now it flies through space. It got stuck in the blue... Yeah, so it had been like so oh. it had landed and adapted itself into like this blue British police box. You know? So it, and the TARDIS it, is the blue police box. Yeah. So it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Like it's a big spaceship inside. So if you walk I'm, into it, you know, it's giant. Giant. And... But it, it's... It's stuck can, in its uh, what if disguise. someone else goes into it? Yeah, people can go into it. They can like it's. Well, where is it? It's it's, it's a space and time thing. It's no, a, but where where is the where is this? Like on a street? Yeah, it just flies like through space, and then it just lands places. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they're not. He locks so, it. He locks it. Like people aren't just wandering in. It's not like an open house. There's not a little sign out the front and a real estate guy or anything. He's like flying through space in his blue pot. What box. what is it? Is it like a police like a, a like a box. London London yeah, police box? A London police box. From like what year? Yeah, from like six, the sixties or something. And it travels through time? Yeah. 
So it could pop up here and people would be like, why yeah. is that there? Yeah. And no one would try to go in it or they, he would. Oh, would, no. Sometimes it gets like towed or, you know, they try to. You and know. you just got to find it. Yeah. That's sometimes the adventures. Mostly mm-hmm. they're through space and time about space villains. Sure. And when he dies, he re- it reincarnates. What? Like he reincarnates. He, he t- like reincarnates? He reincarnates. So there's been 12 doctors. And uh, so he turns into a different person because uh-huh. he's an immortal. Right. Well, in the old days, I think he was only meant to have 12 lives. But then they were like, this is a pretty oh, good so franchise. <laughs> We've, they've been doing it for 50 yeah. years. The show's been on for 50 years and there have been 12 yeah. people so, who've played the doctor uh, at that time. So it's stuck in time. It's stuck in time or it's stuck is a shape? Oh, he travels a, through time. Like but, he, what but, do you mean? What do you mean it got stuck? He said at first it got stuck. Well, so, no, so, the, the, so the spaceship, yeah. wherever it would fly, yeah. would turn into something like, so fl- say it flew here to modern times uh-huh. like, and it was out on the street, it might turn into a Prius okay. or whatever. Yeah. So then you would get in the drawer of the Prius and like, oh, it's a massive so, spaceship on so the you inside. Could, right? So you could look like you're in that time period. Right. Okay. But so. he got stuck. So I got stuck in the shape of a... In the shape of the blue police box. And he can't change the and shape. And he can't change it's, that He now. needs like a mechanic. He needs a mechanic. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. And there's a lot of other details that are important, but that is mostly what it is. Uh-huh. It's a really... It's got the greatest... Uh, the, the greatest thing they ever did with that show is the reincarnation idea. Yeah. Because what they've been able to do... Because every a doctor has a different personality, even though it's the same guy who's lived the same life and has you know, remembers some parts of it and knows some things inherently. Yeah. The new personality kind of takes... So they get an opportunity to tell very different stories with very different doctors uh-huh. and like... And that's why it's, I think, I mean, it's been on for 50 years and it's still going really right. well. Like, I mean, it's really crazy that a show, I mean, it had a, there was a time where it had a break, but, you know, it's going pretty well again. When I was Stephen in, Moffat, who does Sherlock, writes it. When I was in high school, I was at a cocaine party and... <laughs> Is that an official thing? Oh, well, there was a school? big pile of cocaine on the table oh, right. and we were okay. all doing cocaine. It was right. a big pile. It was a big drug dealer that came and put uh-huh. cocaine on the table. Sure. And uh, I was doing a line, and some guy uh, started talking about Doctor Who, and I said, what is that? And a guy did a line and said, don't worry about it, man. It's for kids. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Could I interest you? Could I interest you in a show? Mm-hmm. Where a time lord travels through space, mm-hmm. so far, man, appears somewhere, mm-hmm. randomly shits and takes off. <laughs> Doctor Pooh, we'll call it Doctor Pooh. I'm gonna finish this episode seriously. I'm very I am. Um, let's uh, let's uh, tell people about uh, firstly the LA Podcast Festival because that's that's very important. September 26 through 28. Uh, at the Sofitel in Beverly Hills. You will be on at 7 p.m. L.A. time on Saturday. I will be on with a dollop at 4 p.m. Saturday. Uh, And and we should also mention that I will be on at 4 p.m. on the dollop on Saturday. Yes, you will. And you will be on at 7 uh, on uh, Type yes, Five with Charlie. <laughs> so we probably could have just both gone. We'll be both be on the dollop and on Type Five But and they are on the same day, which is good. You can watch like yeah. both and, of those if and, you're fans. And Steel Saunders' uh, "I Love Green Guy Letters" is going to be here, and that will be on opposite uh, the dollop. But this is where it gets exciting if you're in Australia. Yes, you can stream it. Uh, so. 
you can actually watch all the podcasts because you can watch whichever ones you want to watch live and then yes. they'll be archived for three weeks so you can then go and watch all of the podcasts. Right. So three weeks is... Um it's pretty cool. Like there yeah. was someone online because it's 20 bucks essentially. If you put in the, so basically when you're signing up to link and I put the link on the Facebook page yeah. and, but when you're signing up to link, you put in the code of, you know, the show that like if you were coming from here, you'd put in TOFOP yeah, and uh, as a code. From, if you're coming from the dollop, you'd put in dollop, yeah. you know, or, but if you were coming from like, you know, maybe you're a fan of this podcast, but the real one you're going to see for the festival yeah. is if like Marin, steel you put ones in, or Marin or whatever Marin, you put yeah. in. Yeah, you do that, right? Yeah. But that's the way you do it. You get your money off and it's 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks to see most. And you get of, like, five bucks off for putting in the code coupon. Yeah. Some of the biggest podcasts like in the world. Yeah. You can save them for three weeks. I'm not I'm not doing the hard sell, but I just think this is no, a good thing to. No, it's a good to, deal. I mean. Like 20 bucks. Yeah. Like I did have someone I was telling you before on the Facebook yeah. page. Like, 20 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And I was like, don't oh, complain God. to me. It's not my festival. No, it's not. Also. I'm a person on at the festival. If we, and also it's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. Do you want us to. Do you, you don't want to know how much it co- it's costing us. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the it's thing. Like this money. is a little festival trying yeah. this thing for the first time. Yeah. It's they very, don't know if, they, if you know. It's very like, expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you do think that's a thing you would like to support, just for fun. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's not about supporting it. Like, it might just be a thing that you would be, like, interested in. Yeah. Um, it also means, you know, say you are going to the podcast festival and you're like, I don't want to miss Marin, like, to see yeah. Will's show. But then you could be like, well, I'll get the pass and I'll watch the shows that I didn't get to see. Right. Like, you know, later on yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I would definitely recommend that, you know, and, and the, our shows are at decent times for Australia as well. I think. Yeah, we yeah. put them on later so that the, that people could, you yeah. know. I think around midday on Sunday, somebody was saying if you're kind of east coast of Australia, you know, is when Tofop's on on the Saturday night here. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, it's good. It's The timing's not bad. And anyway, like you said, you that's, can, you can watch them at your leisure. That's why you're opposite Marion because we want to give you a slot that would put you in Australia yeah. at a good time. Yeah, no. So, um, and look, if you're coming to the festival, of course, um, again, like with the links, you know, every show has an individual link for buying tickets. Yes. Uh, so, you know, get, get around that if you want to support the individual podcasts. Um, the T-shirts uh, will, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, will be available at, at Podfest. There'll be the dollop poster that um, There'll be 50, Fosdyke did, right? 50, well, there's 50 one-of-a-kind LA Podfest posters. Awesome. It just says, you know, yep. first live dollop uh, kind of thing. Uh, there'll be 50 of those on sale. If they get all bought up, they get all bought up. If they don't, we'll put them online. Uh, so... Uh, that's what's going to happen. Um, so that's that's basically the main plug. The other thing I was going to say is that um, uh, I am in Seattle this week. Uh, so at the Parlor mm. Live, Thursday, Friday, and uh, Saturday night, uh, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Um, so if you want to come and see me, if you're in Seattle or the Seattle area, that should be great fun. So I'm really looking forward to those gigs. I've had a couple of weeks off from doing gigs, so I'm kind you of have? in that mood where, yeah, you know, I've done that. some set lists and stuff, but I haven't really been doing you know my thing. And so it's right. kind of... It's always nice those first few nights where you go out and you're like, oh, this kind of feels fresh and new and yeah. fun. Like, so I'm really looking forward to it. So um, hopefully there'll be uh, plenty of people come out down there. That'd be really cool. And uh, make sure you come and say good day and everything. Uh, and then after that, uh, we've got Podcast Festival after that. Um, I am going to be in uh, at Rooster Tea Feathers, which uh, I believe is San Jose area. Um, yeah, there's gigs uh, it's, in. It's uh, sort of San Jose. It's, yeah, somewhere it's down north that way. Is, it's, yeah. I'm imagining if you East Bay. know where it is. Like, I imagine if I'm saying this and you're like, oh, yeah, Rooster Tea Feathers. Yeah. You probably know where it is. 
better than I do. You should know where Rooster Teeth Feathers yeah. is if you live there. It's it's East Bay. It's like Southeast Bay kind of. Um, after that, uh, I've got a bunch of gigs. Um, I will I will go on one of the starts of the podcast. I'll just run through them all properly, you yeah. know. And I'm not going to bother people with them here. But I have uh, added a, an Oklahoma gig to the, the week where I'm doing my Dallas gigs. So if there's people in Oklahoma, they, who apparently come those, and, those Oklahoma things draw pretty good. So. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's people in Oklahoma who listen to the podcast, uh, yeah, I'm coming your way, and I'll let you know what date that is um, uh, later on when o- we get closer to that. October sixth, I'm at Largo. Oh, cool. What's o- that for? T- uh, Tom Papa's show. Nice. October 9th, I'm at the Comedy Palace. That's a good show. I like that show. October fourteenth, I'm at Blam Blam Blam. Yeah. Uh, October 29th, I'm at Meltdown. Nice. Yeah. Brilliant. All right, there you go. Uh, Dave, uh, do you want to sign out for us? I'm trying to think of a poo one. I totally blew it. Wouldn't it have just been poo-fop? Poo-fop. Hello and welcome, welcome, hello and welcome. This has started well. (laughs) This has started really, really well. Good one. Uh, Welcome to this uh, uh, bonus. It's a a bonus episode. It is. It's a bonus episode. Just a little. It's a short one. We've got like half an hour, so we thought we might as well. We can do more. We can do do 45 minutes. Half an hour's okay. I've got to get. uh, Oh, you have to go somewhere? I'm going to go and see uh, Judd Apatow and friends at Lago this evening. So I'm very interested in that because... Judd started doing some stand-up again, just for the first time. And, well, I mean, not for the first time. He did a little bit right when he was starting out, right? Yeah. And um, But he's kind of getting back into it. And that's yeah. just fascinating to me. I'd like to go and yeah, see sure. what I he's saw him like. the other night at the improv. He came in. New? Like, as does it feel new? Does it feel like it's new to him? Or does it feel like new material? Like, like no. what do you feel like it is? It feels like, well, it is... It is it is. I mean, um, he's at the start of it. He's very much at the start of this process and this. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's not it's not old material because he's talking about stuff in his life from now, right? You know, so but it's not. Uh, it's just kind of. Hmm. Take that, Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go home and cry into your money? <laughs> But uh, if he's, but it's also like if he's just finding his feet again, right? Well, you know. I mean, it would be much worse if it, it was like when Ricky Gervais started doing stand up. Like it wasn't stand up, right? It was like he was doing this sort of comedy lecture things yeah. and kind of like learning how to be. Like I mean, it'd be terrible if Judd Apatow just like started doing stand up and was just like awesome straight away. Yeah, like, fuck you, no, Judd. That would be crazy. Fuck you. He when he came in to the improv the other night, it was like two weeks ago, and he I was just watching a show, and he came in and. He was with um, uh, what's his name from Rushmore, uh, the lead actor in Rushmore, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, and they're both they both come from a wedding and they were wearing suits. And Jason Schwartzman just sat next to me and watched. And I was like, "Well, this is weird." Did he just lean to you occasionally? Just go the Schwartz is with you. <laughs> yes, I hope he says he that kept to doing people. That, and I kept saying, "Stop it!" He goes, "Use the Schwartz." And I was like, "I don't want to play this. Game. I don't want to play this game." He's like, no, all. seriously, it's my nickname. People love it. I know it is. I'm, I'm the Schwartz. I'm actually watching Judd Apatow. <laughs> Do you want one of my stickers? <laughs> no. I call them a Schwartz sticker. <laughs> I know you do. 
I know. I'm so I'm gonna move. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you are, and I just want to get. I just want to get away from you. Uh, that's an interesting thing about um, Los Angeles. You know, the, the fact that sometimes when you're in a gig, there's like a a famous person, like or a well-known person, or like a yeah. you know, just someone that you know off the telly or whatever, just in the gig. Yeah, like I did a gig uh, at um, uh, UCB when uh, Josh Lyman from The West Wing uh-huh. uh, was uh, in the audience. That's funny. Yeah, and just it's like it is funny because you're just yeah. like, oh, that's Josh. Yeah, from The West Wing. Uh, yeah, and he's like. In a comedy show. It's so random. Am I in the West Wing? Is that what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Is this what an episode doing? of the West Wing? Are they still filming it and I'm in it now? This is great. <laughs> if I'm in the West Wing, I, this is really cool. If, if it's off the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you want to make new episodes? We'll make webisodes. <laughs> Let's do it in the green room. Yeah. Just a little offshoot. Just two guys keeping the West Wing alive. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had like uh, someone famous in the audience of your shows? No, I don't think I have. I can't remember anybody. I did a show the other night. I'm a huge fan of the band Cracker. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I did what a show. What was their big hit, Cracker? Uh, uh, teen Angst probably is their biggest uh-huh. hit. Okay. Um, and how old, are, how old are Cracker now? They're older. I mean, you know, they were they were big in, in the early Hang on. So 90s. you're saying that they've got older? They've definitely got older. <laughs> Definitely Hang on, so the passage of time has affected them. They're not time travelers. That's They're what we're saying. They're not time travelers. Cracker do not have that Benjamin Button disease. They don't. They should, though. Man, I saw. Um, I saw uh, the. I was watching the tennis. Uh, I don't really know why. Do you call it the tennis? Yeah, isn't it called the tennis? I was watching the tennis. The tennis. You oh, were not, just watching tennis. You're like, about, tennis. I thought you were talking about tennis. Well, tennis is like the tennis. If you're watching tennis, that's like well, I could just be watching any tennis. Like yeah. I saw some guys playing tennis. Right. That's but what when I, I say you. the tennis. Then I mean, that's you the know, band. The championships. No, <laughs> I was watching um, uh, the tennis. The tennis. <laughs> 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 I was watching the three tennis. Uh-huh. They're three fat guys. Oh yes, <laughs> sing opera and Love play tennis. Them. Love yeah, them. it's a really great show. Oh my god! Uh, anyone for tennis? It's a. It's, it, I'm twisting it all around. Yeah. Um, no, I was watching uh, the U.S. Open. Oh, tennis. okay. It's called the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also tennis. It's the tennis. But if you're watching the Ashes, do you say I'm watching the cricket? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But I wouldn't say I'm watching the baseball. I would say I'm watching baseball. Right. Interesting. I would never say I'm watching the tennis. Okay. I rarely watch tennis. <laughs> but this day I was watching tennis or the tennis. Um, and so uh, Stefan Edberg is the coach of, I think, uh, is it Roger Federer or someone he's the coach of now? I anyway, don't watch whatever. the tennis. Okay. So Stefan Edberg. Like, looks like he has that Benjamin Button disease. Oh, really? Like, he has not aged. I mean, oh. he has aged, but, like, in that way where you're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's getting surgery? No. I mean, maybe. A, if he's a, getting surgery, he's got a good surgeon. Yeah, there's some of them do. Right. But he is, He. I think he just looks good, Stephen Atberg. Really? I think just, like, playing heaps of tennis. It's weird. Like, when you're young and then just, like. Yeah, you're in shape, you know. Although I saw Jimmy Connors playing uh, John McEnroe and they looked old. Greg Norman um, nearly cut his hand off. I'm sorry? Greg Norman, the great white shark, yeah. nearly cut his hand off. How's that? Uh, he was using a chainsaw in his backyard. 
uh-huh. and a tree fell on the chainsaw and it uh-huh. cut off half his hand. What? Yeah. Like through to the bone, nearly Holy cut his like he was apparently he was just like a fraction away from like yeah. You know, Good God. Yeah. Such an Australian accident. Just like having his like can you imagine a dude who's called the Great why, White Shark? Why is he chainsawing? He's the Great White Shark. Right. Have someone else chainsaw. I mean that's a fair point. That's I mean, maybe I'm that's saying, something you should admire about him. Is let's that's like, why I say it's very Australian because uh, no American tennis, I mean, right. golf star is out there saying, "I'm going to do this myself." Well, you know what it was. He, I, he probably had a caddy hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you want the four? You want a four? Yeah, it's just a small trick. I think this one goes right through your wrist. <laughs> Uh, we already had uh, one of our famous golfers, and I'm going to get this wrong, I think, but Jack New... Uh, no. Jack New... Sorry. I, Jack Nicholas is ours. Yeah, I know Jack Nicholas is yours. But there was one of our famous golfers walked into a helicopter and like... What? Uh, yeah. Back in the day when he yeah, was like famous? Hang on, I'm going to look it up and see if we can find it. And out. while you're doing that, I'm going to give you an Australian um, fact. Okay. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, is this an actual Australian fact or is this when, like when do you, you just made up? No, it's an actual fact. When do you think the last person to die from a spider bite in Australia was? I mean, during this podcast, I imagine. <laughs> um, 1979. What? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's what that's the fact. And yet that's still is out there that people are like Yeah. Well, you guys have other horrible animals that snakes and stuff that kill people like We have deadly spiders, but I must admit Lindsay Webb who you've met. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay uh, got bitten by a redback spider one day mm-hmm. and uh like I was like what's wrong with your leg? It's swollen up. He goes, "Oh yeah, I got re- bitten by a redback spider yesterday." And I was like, "Shouldn't you be like in hospital, they're deadly. Redback yeah. spiders. And he goes, oh, no, no. I rang up the emergency line and I just like pour some lemonade on it. <laughs> Apparently. Well, did he actually ring the hospital or you ring uh, like a grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> he rang Sprite. And <laughs> all he had at the time was a can of drink. <laughs> so I'll, ring the, I'll ring the question line. It says any question, any time. So mine is, how do I treat a redback spider? And they said, well, luckily for you. <laughs> You buy the- another cold Sprite. You need to buy a new one. <laughs> a bigger one. Yeah, bigger. The, get the 2.5 liter yeah, one. Yeah, and just pour that on it. Yeah. You know, those are going... Uh, here they're called um, Black Widows, uh, and they're going extinct because there's a brown widow that are killing them all. And the brown widow is Hang not... On, as, is, the black widows are deadly. Right. And they're the one with the red... They have like a red... I think, yeah. I think it's two triangles on their back. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and but these brown widows are moving in that have like a brown double triangle on the back, and they're uh, killing the the black widows. And the brown widows are not even close to as bad. Wow, well, terrific! I mean, it's good news. I, I'm pretty sure that um, you're hearing what I'm hearing, right? Mm-hmm. We should bomb the Middle East. That's that's what the uh, message is in that. That's my point. I mean, the brown Let's ones coming here. That's to, what I'm talking I mean, about. I imagine it's terrorism. What about that's how my... killing them? Why are you taking my job, brown widow? <laughs> uh all right here we go uh jack newton i was right by the way um i wish i'd said that with more confidence now i would be the world's worst like you know jeopardy player is it what is (laughs) speak up (laughs) what is i'm sorry speak up what is john i'm sorry we're going on to the next guy (laughs) Have you, have you taken Haldol? Is that the problem? Uh, Jack Newton. 
Uh, born 30th of January, 1950, day before my birthday. Uh, not 1950, though, but right. no, there you go. Uh, is an Australian former professional golfer. Uh, Newton, uh, in, in 1975, at the British Open, the Open Championships at uh, uh, Carnoustie in Scotland, Newton lost in a playoff to Tom Watson. Oh, Tom Watson. So, you know, that's pretty, he, had, he was a pretty successful yeah. golfer. Uh, won the Australian PGA and a bunch of other things. So here's the propeller accident. Uh, on 24th of July, 1983, during the height of his professional career, Newton had a near fatal accident when he walked into the spinning propeller. Jesus Christ, he didn't die? I know, near amazing, fatal? Right? Who near walks fatal. into a helicopter and walks away? Fucking Jack Newton, mate. A fucking Australian Or does. an Antichrist. Or fucking like, you know... Chainsaw off your hand doesn't fucking come Jesus. off because I'm fucking Australian. That's not a chainsaw. What this happens chainsaw. to you people down there? He's uh, actually a very popular golf commentator to this day, uh, Jack Newton. Um, walked in the propeller of a Cessna airplane he was about to board at Sydney Airport. He was about to return to Newcastle having flown to Sydney that morning to see an AFL game between the Sydney Swans and the Melbourne Football Club. Um, I love that in the Wikipedia it includes the which g- game you're yeah, yeah, Doesn't go, yeah, but what AFL game? Who was who was who playing? Was he seeing? Who was playing? Was I don't think I can understand this story about a man walking into a propeller unless I know which game he had seen. Maybe it explains why he walked you into the it. propeller. <laughs> I've been to some games where my team's played in a way that made me want to walk into a propeller. I'm going in, boys. That was a terrible, terrible loss. He lost his right arm and eye. Oh, shit. Yeah, and sustained several abdominal injuries. Oh, fuck. So there was, just a, there was just an arm on the ground. A severe rainstorm was in progress at the time. Weird. And in addition, safety aspects near the plane were deficient. Uh, immediately after the accident, doctors gave Newton a 50-50 chance of surviving. He spent several days in a coma, eight weeks in intensive care. Ugh. After a prolonged rehabilitation from his injuries, Newton returned to public life as a television and radio golf commentator, newspaper reporter, golf course designer, public speaker, and chairman of the Jack Newton Jr. Golf Foundation. He taught himself to play golf one-handed. What the fuck, Def Leppard? Swear... <laughs> <laughs> Swinging the club with his left hand in a right-handed stance. Oh my god, that's crazy! He typically scores in the mid eighties, <laughs> which is still a pretty fucking good round of golf. Oh, wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, pretty good, huh? Yeah. How old was he? So he was young when he walked into. Yeah, that it was like I mean, it really was at the height of his. That's terrible career. Oh yeah, no, it was a tragic accident. But he's obviously like I mean, it's a great story of a guy who's also then gone on to, you know, actually fucking do something with his right. Life. Whereas you could just become a drunk and sad, you know. Right. Like I probably would have done. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> Using my one hand for drinking. I don't care that I have one eye because I'm getting blind. I'm the, a pirate. The other hand is over the mantle. I mean, you are automatically... A, oh, no, because you're not a pirate. I was about to say you're automatically a pirate, but they have one leg. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not so good to well, be a pirate. Some of them have the, like, hook, the, the hook. A hook, yeah, okay. You can get a hook and an eye patch. I, if, I lost an, I would have, if I lost an arm, I would, have, I would have it put over the mantle. Oh, like, but mounted? Yeah, I'd like a an mounted. animal thing. Yeah. Just your hand. Yeah, so that's I lost that one, and uh, the, propeller, the propeller took that one. Right. And it's yep. just up there. That's mine. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Put it, that's where you keep the remote. I mean, right? 
the remote holder. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Little novelty hand. Right. Good for the wife when you're on the road. <laughs> me? Well, yeah, it's good. You know, the, good for Finn when you're away. It's got like, the, you know, it's got the breadstick finger. Call back to last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? What else has been going on? We didn't have any plan for what we were going to talk about. We didn't. It's been so hot. Oh my it's god! Been, it's record-breaking heat. It's on. So fucking summer's done, but no one's told the state of California. Like today, <sighs> I did like walk down just to the shops. Yeah, and, and it was like ten o'clock in the morning, and it was yeah, it was almost impossible to walk like twenty minutes. No, it's, ho- it's horrifying. It's so you hot. can't walk anywhere. You can't do anything. It's just unbearable. Right. Uh, so that's happening, but. Though usually the wor- the hottest week in California is the last week of September, uh-huh. so I'm worried about that. If this is what's happening now, it just well, gets hotter until the end. You know what would be a great thing to do? Stay what? indoors at a podcast. Yes, <laughs> that's the point. You want to be at something in an air conditioned hotel? That's what you want to be at, <laughs> not outside melting. <laughs> if you enjoy hearing other people talk and not melting. Then we have something LA for you. Podcast Festival. Yeah. I, I mean, the first year I was ever in uh, Adelaide, um, I was doing the Fringe Festival over there, doing my first show there. I had quite a successful season, and I, part of it was because it was in the middle of a heat wave, and I was playing in a cinema that they were using ah, during the day for, like, for shows yeah. and stuff. And so people like would come in to see the show, because you could just sit and watch the show, and just sit in like the comfort of a cinema for like an hour. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'd like to thank weather for my career. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, weather. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't enjoy this sort of heat. I'm going to Seattle on the weekend, so I'm hoping that there will oh, be. It'll be not much better yeah. up there. It's yeah. never this hot there. No. no. It's not, well, it shouldn't be this hot here. So, so we have up where Well, there I should live. be breaks in between, but there's none. It's relentless. That's the problem. Right. It just keeps being hot every day. Yeah. So up where I live, uh, there now there's a lot of... So it's really hot, and there hasn't rained in a long time. So now the mountain lions are coming out of the forest, and they're like cruising around. <laughs> what? Mountain lions? Yeah. are uh, cruising about. What do you mean cruising about? Though? Well, they're uh, they're uh, they're walking down roads and stuff, and in people's yards looking for stuff to eat, like uh, cats or whatever, or uh, dogs. You know, like uh, like a mountain lion. Children. Does. Um, like, I mean, are they big enough that they could eat children? I don't know if they would eat children. I, I don't know. They're, they're, they might. Yeah, I guess they would eat a kid if they could. Like, uh, what is a mountain lion? There's also bears. Because um, it sounds like a lion that lives in the mountains. It's but not, that's not what it is. It's right? not as big as a lion. I'm trying no. to find a picture that my friend sent me. Um, it's not as big as a lion. It's, uh, it's like a small, it's like a, think of it as like a small panther. How's that? Still terrifying. No, no, not terrifying at all. Fun. I'm trying to find this picture. So my friend was like, this is across the street from me right now. He lives like, <laughs> he lives like four blocks what away. What do you do to the mountain lion? What do you mean, what do you do I mean, what, what you, can you do? You stay away from it. Yeah. It's a, it's but you a, can't let them run your neighborhood, man. It's a predator. Yeah. Right? So, what, you so what do you do? Just stay indoors? Well... Like, are they just fucking strolling down the street and everyone's, like, standing in their houses? Oh. Yeah, okay, that's that's too big. <laughs> can't, do, don't people... Isn't there something they can do about it? There. 
That's a good shot. Yeah, that's too big. <laughs> it's too big. It's against the rules of society to have them. Well, I mean, it's like a, it's kind of like uh, adventurous. I mean, it's adventurous. No I mean, doubt. you know, look, we have coyotes up there that eat animals and, and obviously mountain lions that eat animals. And then there's bears. There's like, a warning for people to keep their trash, not to leave their trash out too long on the road when after or bring it out too early yeah. because there's bears coming around and eating our trash. Where do you live? <laughs> I live 25. Like how far I live away 25 you? minutes away up in the mountains. That I feel like that's too primitive. I feel like you've gone too far away. No, it's perfect. I'm not sure it is. I think it is. Like, yeah. they, like you were like, this is incredibly cheap for like <laughs> you know this area. This is a good sized house. This is a great place to raise my family. Is there any downsides? I mean, all these things that could kill you that apparently we don't do anything about. But you can't say that you're from Australia. Yeah, but we keep our deadly things. Like, I mean, even the fucking spiders don't kill us now, mate. Chainsaws yeah, but can't the snakes kill, kill you. I fucking bring... propellers can't kill us. Spiders can't kill us. <laughs> Stingrays. Yeah, stingrays. Well, stingrays. Yeah, uh, snakes beach, are killing people all the time down there. Yeah, snakes are. That's true. Dingoes are doing. Yeah, baby but stuff. all that shit. Like, I mean, your stingrays are in the ocean. You have to get into where they. Right, are. you have to go to where right. they are. Like, if the, I mean, like sharks. Like, yeah. if the, if the ocean was full of like you know mountain lions, like. I, AI would be like, who named these? Like an idiot came through and got to name these ones. What okay. Are those, what deadly things in the ocean? Mountain lions. <laughs> but we said it was your turn to name something, so now they're called mountain lions. You guys have people bitten by sharks all the time. Guy died recently. Yeah, I saw that. Like but, bit him in half. But you're going into the ocean. Right. Like you could go into the ocean here and sharks don't attack you. Yeah, but like my my, I've had houses that are really near the ocean. Guess what? Sharks still can't make it from the ocean to my house. There's a buffer. <laughs> Like there's still a safe zone between where they live and where I live. Yeah. That they, are, no matter how much trash I leave in my backyard, that they are not going to sneak up and start to rumble through because they are sharks and they know where they belong and we know where they, uh, yeah, we belong. And if you go out there dressed as a seal, I'm not saying like you know, right. But you you understand part of the risk well, of. What well, it I is. don't go out. I don't go out of my house just like a possum. So I'm not really worried about the mountain. The mountain lion's not going to kill me. Well, not you, but you have smaller things than you in your I house. Have Finn, you have but I, don't, I think Finn's even too big for a mountain lion to attack. Now, the dog, it would eat in a heartbeat. Right. The dog would just be a snack. Yeah. And the cat would be gone in a second. Right. But look, man, that's nature. <laughs> you know what I mean? Survival of the fittest. Every once in a while, you go out to get your mail and your dog gets eaten by a mountain lion. It's called living, it's right. Southern California living. That's just how I chose to live my life. I'm not a coward. I'm not scared of things like that. It's more it's more scary to live in LA with all the freaks than it is to occasionally have to fight off a mountain lion with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also why Dave <laughs> will never run for local government. That, that slogan won't cut through to the general population. <laughs> I, you know, like, I, I find that stuff a bit sad, though, as well, which is that idea of, like, when we were living up in the Hollywood Hills, like, because there was coyotes and stuff up there, like, you would see missing cats and missing dog notices on, like, oh, yeah, all the as time. you walk around the street, everyone's yeah. got, like, you know, Fluffy ran away. Yeah, and no. Like, Fluffy didn't Fluffy run did away. not run away. No, Fluffy became dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I saw one the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, your dog's not here anymore." It's really, it's sad, yeah, and yeah. you see them all—all all that hope. 
You're like, there's no, no hope. They didn't run away. The, the mount, mountain lions a... can jump fences. Yeah. So it can jump a fence and eat, eat your dog and then leave. Right. Yeah, the mountain lion's like full on. Yeah, no, it's no joke. It's, yeah, the it's mountain serious. lion's eating the dog and then taking like its paw and like with the blood still in its mouth of your pet, wiping it across <laughs> its face and then going and find the photo you've left on a pole and smearing the blood and crossing out your beloved pet. That's what a fucking mountain lion's doing. Mountain lion ain't fucking about. I'm not sure that we should be that close to them. Like if there was dingoes near where we lived in Australia, we'd be like, you know what? No. Really? Not, yeah. Yeah, but they're like pack hunters, aren't they? Right. So a mountain lion is a, sol- a solo individual. They cruise around alone. They don't travel in packs. Well, I guess. That, so what, like it's a, it's a gang thing. Is that what it is? Well, I think if that you're by animals, yourself, it's fine. But if you're like Animals that travel in packs are more dangerous. Yeah, it's true. I so a dingo, would, I would think, is a, a little more... Like, would a dingo attack people? Well, I mean, a dingo took a baby, famously. Like, well, I mean, you know. So, yeah. I mean, you don't want all dingoes to be tied with the brush of, like, one rogue, you know, baby type. Right, well, that dingo, dingo was an asshole. Yeah, that, that, we can all agree that that dingo. Most dingoes don't take babies. No, that's true. Um, we probably shouldn't tie all dingoes with the... But, but if, so if a guy is out in the outback, like, say his car breaks down, uh, would, and there are a pack of dingoes, would they attack him and eat him, or do they stay away from people? I mean, I guess, like, if he was, like, say, wandering through the desert, like, getting, trying to get back to that, like, say, maybe the car broke down and, they, like, you know, he stopped for gas, like, um, you know, a mile or two miles right. ago and he's, and like, he's walking, walking back. and he's suddenly, I don't know, maybe they would. Yeah. I think maybe they would, yeah. Yeah, interesting. But I don't think mountain, well, a mountain lion did just attack a six year old <laughs> in Northern California. So that did happen. So. Right, so when I asked you earlier, <laughs> could a mountain lion attack Finn, who is what, five? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The fact that it attacked a six-year-old recently didn't in any way give you alarm. No. You were like, fuck that pussy six-year-old. Yeah, I mean, Finn that kid. Could, Finn's five and could take a mountain lion. Yeah. Finger, what sort a of kid Finger, is that? Finn can play soccer, so I right. assume that he can beat up a mountain lion. Right. I mean, I assume. Yeah, well, Okay. So yeah, he can kill mountain lion could kill my kid. Do you have to tell him about that? To like, do you warn him? Of no, I don't want him to be line? scared of that. He's he when I when he's outside, I'm around. So okay. it's not like it's not like a mountain lion's going to spring up on us. But we also don't live near the we also don't live near the storm drains, which is the mountain lions walk along to come down into the where the houses are. Uh. They walk along the storm drains and then they come out in a hole in the fence and they look around for. Food there. That picture that All I right. showed okay, you. Okay, so not only are so what you're saying is not only are there mountain lions, mountain lions like roaming the neighborhood, yeah. destroying and killing. But well, I, are, we haven't killed. They haven't killed anybody. But they are yet. But there were several sightings. But they are. They are also just mysteriously popping out of drains. <laughs> Oh, no, that reassures me that I could just be randomly going past a drain. No, it's not that fucking kind of drain. mountain lion shoots out of the drain because apparently you live in some crazy post-apocalypse no, world that where fucking deadly animals are getting shot out of drains. Like, I turn on my tap. Ah! Like, well, what sort of nightmarish future did rob zombie direct your suburb what the fuck is going on look it's not that kind of drain so in the 19 say 1910s or 20s uh there was a massive flood where where i live and like a thousand people died uh uh-huh. 
so they put in storm drains. So it's more like a giant canal that goes through all the suburbs, and there's a uh, bunch of them. Okay. Uh, so it looks like a canal, and then the and then the animals, the coyotes, and the mountain lions will walk along the edge of it until they find a hole and go out and try and find a dog or a cat or whatever. Right. And then they'll go back when they get their food, and their food is a dog or a cat. Yeah. The bears mostly stay up top because uh, they can just get food out of the garbage cans. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. So is that what they're eating, though, bears? What are bears eating when they're not eating garbage, though? Are they, or are they constantly eating garbage? I think honey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, picnic baskets, obviously. I mean, we all... <laughs> I think bears eat anything. I think that they're... Right. They'll grab anything and eat it. Yeah. So it's just like, are you smaller than me? But I, I don't put think, you in my mouth? But I don't think a bear could, like, ca- catch a... A cat or a dog. They're, I think a cat or a dog could outrun a bear. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, bears can move fast, but you got to remember turning and stuff. Like you, it gets hard. Oh, yeah, a dog right. can turn. Yeah, no, you're right. A cat, particularly, would be too agile. Yeah. for a bear. Yeah, but a bear could. Uh, they don't eat people. Bears don't eat people. They're not interested. In pe- people don't taste good. What do you mean? People don't taste good. That's why sharks don't. That's why up. sharks don't. don't ca- that's why that good. shark ate half that dude because he was like, that "People don't. People taste, taste like shit." How do you? There's no taste fat. Like there's shit. the thing that makes things taste good is a lot of fat generally. Right. So that's clearly, why clearly, sharks. Clearly you're not looking around. It's like <laughs> so many delicious people in your country. <laughs> but that's why sharks only take a bite and leave. They're, they they he didn't eat that whole guy because he was like, "Well, this is shit." But this if a bear's terrible. eating garbage, you're telling me a bear would rather eat garbage than eat a human being? Yeah, number one, it's a lot easier. Oh, for ease. But say, okay, say I put a human being in the garbage. Like, so you've got- <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you're you a murderer. I'm disposing of a body. No, okay. I didn't necessarily. No, if you're disposing of a body, I think a, a bear's going to be like, well, this is terrific. Right. Because it's just sitting here and there's eyes and stuff, and I yeah. like eyes. Do they? Yeah, oh, did I you just make that up? Or they like, no, I think that's like a fact. Ice? I think I'm pretty sure. Is that where the flavor is? Pretty sure it's, it's a like, fact. It's like on Top Chef when they get mad when they cut off the fat. I'm like, you know, that's where the flavor is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> are you throwing away those eyes? Are you just, just get rid of the eyes. Yeah, are you, are you just throwing them away? Are you, I'm going to have those eyes if you well, don't want those I'm going to take the eyes. Know, Thank gonna, you very much. If you don't mind. I mean, they were in the garbage can. If you're going to throw them out, I'm going to eat them. That's interesting to me that we're not delicious. I thought we would be, yeah, because we eat great food and you stuff, know, and we, we all like, you know, we like, you know, we're fed on all these. I, like, wouldn't you think that we tasted great? I learned that in uh, a marine biology class in high school. Oh, that's why they don't keep eating us. That's why they take a bite and they go, "Fuck, well, that was terrible." Well, why don't they learn from that? Why doesn't that word get around? We also don't have a lot of meat on us compared. You know what I mean? Like, no, I do understand that. Like, I understand that. Why doesn't word get around? Because I don't know. Maybe Mate, they don't, if we. Maybe they don't talk. Maybe they think you're a seal, like you said. You got right. a couple of legs dangling down. They're like, oh, there's a fin, and they try okay. and eat it. Also, uh, the thing that I will say to you, which I actually do like, know is true. If people were delicious, we'd be eating people by now. Oh, without like, a doubt. There's would, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, without that, a doubt. Like, that, you know. Yeah. I understand that we are terrible enough as human beings, at least we somewhere would. on this planet, if people were delicious. Yeah. They would have found a way to convince us oh, that, like, you know, yeah. that you should eat people. Yeah, people's good eating. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sh- for sure. Right. That is actually a good point. Could you imagine going to the store and there's just like a, like arms and heads? You just buy it and throw it on the barbecue. Would you like a Doug today? Ew. <laughs> Just chew it on Doug. And then when your relatives die, the thing to do is you eat them. <laughs> oh, Grammy. It's 
nice. I feel like there's a little bit of her inside of all of us. <laughs> well, there is. Because we, there is, we, we, we actually, made this out of grandma. Yeah, with a more sauce. This is her. She, it's her recipe. That's <laughs> what she wanted. This is what she wanted. <laughs> uh, well, on that note. <laughs> that was 30 minutes. So oh, there you go. Look at note. that. That's a good uh, bonus episode. I like that. Yeah. Uh, let's not do any plugs. Let's just uh, yep. say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.